years ago, the island town of Amity was the scene of a terrible tragedy. But today, there is a new hotel and the promise of a perfect summer. Now, just when they thought the waters were safe again, the legend continues. The all-new Jaws 2. Yeah, well, it was back in 1978, wasn't it? Well, it would be new if there was a 2 next to it, wouldn't there be? Didn't they not put one on there? They did. But of course, you know, you could say the all-new Jaws 3 because it is a new movie. Yeah, I guess so. So why would he put down there the all-new Jaws 2? I don't know. I have nothing to do with this trailer. (laughs) It's, it's an ugly old, looking trailer. It's a, it was an old 35 I thought it was really nostalgic. It's an old 35 mil trailer. It's uh it's a bit washed out. But um So was Roy's tan. He wasn't as dark in that trailer. No, I know. He didn't look as leathery, did he? He was more it was orange. looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, how are you anyway? Good. How are you, Darren? I'm good. It's a little while since we've um been live. Yeah, it's it's uh I hope everyone's Thanksgiving was good for those who celebrated over here, uh, us Yanks. Um, I mean, a lot of people over in the, uh, I know across the pond, they had off too, because when the U S shuts down, they're just like, Oh, fuck it. The U S shut down. We might as well do the same thing. <laughs> it just <laughs> shut down for two days. I think that's how it is, uh, over there Thursday and Friday. Yeah. Uh, they're just like, Oh, we'll go shopping too. We can't even contact the United States. Uh, we might as well shut down. It, it wonders for our views. <laughs> yeah. Well, everybody was traveling. You yeah, know, I know, I, I know. I, I, do you know what? I fired off the Dawn of the Dead on Wednesday last week, which was my birthday. I was in a bar, and I just thought, "Happy oh, birthday, cool. by the way!" Oh, thank you. It was a big one. It was a big one. I, I said it enough. <laughs> um, I, I, I fired it off when I was in a restaurant last week. Put you know, made the the show live, and I was looking at it during the evening. I was thinking, no one's watching this. No, one. and then it dawned on me: shit, Thanksgiving. Yeah, so our biggest holiday. You know, no. we could say F Christmas. Exactly. You know, we could say it. Danny McBride said it on his show, uh, F Christmas. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, we're by the time you put it out, everybody was you know in a turkey and gravy comatose. Yeah, and if you were watching that, football, they were celebrating my birthday. So it was a <laughs> yeah, with turkey. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right, Darren. When I was pulling the wishbone apart, I thought about you. <laughs> thank you thank you you're like i wish darren's views would go downhill <laughs> I, said, I said here's a wishbone grab we'll grab one side of darren's leg then i'll grab the other side and we'll pull it apart and see who wins <laughs> oh dear we're, folks we're gonna do the um the jaws to watch along um shortly in a couple of minutes we've got a special guests to bring on as well mm-hmm. um we've also um at the end of this we're going to do the raffle we've got three raffles to do as well um, we're going to do the Patreon raffle as well, even though Patreon closed today officially. 
Um, thank you to all those of you that have jumped across and joined our YouTube campaign, which is fantastic. Um, Patreon shut down this morning, but we're still going to do the raffle for those that were still paying members up to uh, up to today. So uh, I think there's still around about 35 people that haven't cancelled, but um, they they won't be charged from now onwards. So yeah, okay. Should right. we have a look at this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll say hello to everybody. Uh, Jonathan's here. Colin's here. Sebastian's here. Uh, uh, Janine is here. Chester's here. Carl's here. Uh, Raph is here. Uh, Katie's here. Michael's here. And that's it so far. Okay. Colin says you, you look like you're on a packed tube train in Russia. <laughs> I could be with work company. Could I? You could. Is, is there you people could. making out on the tube like that? <laughs> <laughs> gravestones yeah with gravestones <laughs> and jordan's um, here yeah hey everyone and I'm ryan's sure more here people more people will um will will uh will become a join as as this goes on yeah so jaws time. 2 jaws 2 won our watch along mm. by a lot yeah it won by what else did we have on the vote it was a few weeks ago now there was jaws 2 there was exorcist 3 i believe yeah and some other stuff as well. I can't yeah. remember. But Jaws 2 won by a landslide. And so I said to you, why don't we get somebody who's very fond of the Jaws franchise on, who um, who was talking to us a lot when we did all the Jaws episodes. Mm -hmm. uh, and he's been a big supporter of ours um, since we started, pretty much. Since yep. we started. So, And everybody pretty much will know him when uh, when we bring him on. It's um, Should we bring him on? Yeah, let's bring him on. Oh, there we go. Shamrock Balls, everybody. Hey, Shamrock, Hello. what's going on? How you doing, Frank? How you doing, Darn? Yeah, good to, see you. good to see you. Thanks for joining us for this. Another regional um, combination of people here, right? Yeah. Yeah, another yeah. country. Well, yeah. Providence. Yeah. It's still part of the UK, though. <laughs> I will, will not have that debate, Darn. <laughs> uh, listen, no, listen, Shamrock, we were part of the UK as well. <laughs> I know. Listen, uh, hopefully not for long, Frank. Hopefully not for long. You know. Um, but no, listen, I want to say th thanks very much for bringing me on. I really appreciate it. No, no, no problem. problem at all. You're the you're the only person I know that's got this wealth of knowledge uh, on the Jaws franchise that we could turn to on this. So uh, thank you. And you didn't hesitate to um, to accept the offer when I asked you. You were just like, yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 100%. Listen, any, any uh, excuse to talk Jaws? Um, because nobody else wants to talk Jaws with me because I think I've melted their heads with it for that long during my life. So. <laughs> <laughs> when, when did you first see, well, when did you first get into the Jaws franchise? Oh, um, when I was about six years of age. Um, mm. When I was yeah, I was about six years of age, and that's the first time I actually seen the original Jaws. And uh, that was in the 80s. It was on British television. And I must have three on British television in the round the mid to late 80s. Um, hmm. And ever since then, I've been obsessed with the movies and sharks. And yeah. So did you I, have I did that Jaws cereal that was out there? Do, do you know what? I actually didn't. But but I was in my brother's one day, um, and uh, he took he took it out of his, his cupboard in his kitchen and went, "My son's eating that at the minute." He says that whenever he's finished, would you like the the cardboard box? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Um, yeah." He's like, "Oh, he's been to drop it down to me." But 
I haven't seen it. If he's watching, send me a cardboard box down. Oh, man. Yeah, so, yeah, well, I'm watching on Amazon. Mm. I'm I'm watching on my own version here. Yeah, Plus. I'm watching the 2001 DVD. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're all uh we're all on different formats here. It's pretty good. Look at that. I'm so paused, paused on the Universal logo. Yeah, I'm about to get the the the, the yeah. globe coming up. The world just about to the old yeah. fashioned globe. Yeah. Okay. Any of those any of those people who want to watch, you know, that's where we're at. Otherwise, we're going to go right now in three, two, one, play. Here you go. Folks, if you can hear the film at all, can you let us know? Because we don't want to get dinged for this. So uh, we shouldn't be able to hear it, but. If it was Jaws 4, nobody would care. Yeah. Can we not do that at Christmas, though? <laughs> Christmas Day, Frank? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> at least in this one, nobody died horribly. <laughs> so. I remember one of the one of the facts that I picked up on this when I was when we did our episode was about Roy Scheider and his he didn't want to be in this at all, did he? Yeah, that's right. Um, from what I've read, he actually didn't want to make a sequel at all because there was rumblings of a sequel being made in 1976, um, not long after the film came out of theaters, and yeah. he he kept himself busy. Um, he made a what did he make after that? He made Martha Man, and then he made Sorcerer, didn't he? Sorcerer um, is fantastic. A brilliant film, Darna. And you were taught. I say I was saying earlier to you is about I was rewatching The Exorcist, um, watch along, and you were talking about William Freakin and um, Sorcerer, and it is a very good film. Yeah, it's super tension. Yeah, it's so tense and, and practical as well, which is the yeah. stunts are just amazing in it. But he had actually signed up to do the Deer Hunter. And um, he didn't agree with the ending. I- I'm not sure which part he had. I think about uh, Christopher Walken's part. I'm not sure. And yeah, he didn't I agree with the ending. Worked. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and what happened was is that he-, he went to walk off the project. So Universal had said to Roy Shader that we'll let you out of your contract with a deer hunter if you do Jaws 2. And he had two films left with Universal. So they said, we'll count Jaws 2 as one, one mm. film for you and that'll get him out of his contract with Universal. Yeah. So that's how Shader got involved. And so, did he actually start Deer Hunter at all? I don't think so. You don't think so, no? No. Yeah. I think it was just more a script. You know, I don't know too much about the, the background of the Deer Hunter. I'm not even sure if maybe, mm. like... Because why would you agree to do a movie if you didn't agree with the end, ending? So I don't know maybe if it was rewritten. When he blew his you brains know. out in the end, didn't he? That was the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah. He, and then went on to win the Oscar, which... You know, it just make you wonder whether Scheider would have, you won know, the Oscar for that. that. Yeah, because he never did win. An, did he win an Oscar? Did he win one for all that jazz? No, he was nominated for all yeah. that jazz, but he lost to um, Dustin Hoffman. Was it Kramer versus Kramer? Mm, that's right. Yeah. 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 So, so as an intro, this scene with the divers, where does it stack up for you in the intros of the, the Jaws films? Because I think we can all say it's not as iconic as as the original Jaws. Scuba divers pirouetting in the... In the... Pirouette. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, like they're in a whirlwind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, but for me, I think um, if you want to rank the, the four movies, it's probably um, 
third maybe on the list. But what I do like about the start of this one is that you have that ominous kind of horns, no John Williams music when it's first coming in. Yeah. And if you remember, obviously the first movie, it just had the shark theme and it's yes. scary. And um, that just sets the tone for the first movie. Well, I think this intro sets the tone for this movie because it goes into this kind of more of melodic kind of like um, underwater type of music with the harps and stuff like that. So I do actually really like the fact that Jaws 2 has a different opening mm-hmm. um, that, than the first. It's not it's not really scary at, start, you know, at the start of it. Um, and, and also as well, it sets up kind of a plot point with them finding the orca and the photograph later on in the movie. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Did you just say this is the third, your third best Jaws film? Third best opening. Oh, if third, I was, to, if okay. I, sorry, if I was to rank them, yeah, you were saying where it stands. Yeah, because yeah. I, I really love the opening to Jaws four, so I put that above it. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what that was now. What was the opening? Of it was uh, Mike getting his uh, arm bit off. Oh, is that it, Sh- Sean? Sean, yeah, but it's even just yep. the sharks swimming through the water at night time, through Amity at night time, and the music and all playing. I, I love all that at the start yes. of Jaws the Revenge. Do you love the junk that they leave in the harbor, though? There was tires in there, cans. Yeah. It's really <laughs> it's messy, like, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. You know, it's not as – if anyone who's visited the States, especially the Boston area or, or Cape Cod or, or you know or Connecticut, anyone, Jersey, any of those tri-state uh, area beaches – the the water's not that crystal clear. <laughs> it's not. It's dirty. Yeah. So I have to give Jaws four credit for getting it as mucky. <laughs> the only thing that it's missing is syringes or maybe a dead body being weighed down <laughs> by cinder blocks. So it's realistic, then, Frank. Yeah, that's real realistic in the harbor. Yeah. So if I remember right, this was actually the movie was well into production with another director. Yes. With a different script. Is yes. that right? And they how far did they get with that? Oh, uh, a few weeks. Yeah. So um, I actually have a, a copy of the, one of them scripts. It's a location. Oh, script. wow. Yeah, it says location on the front of it. And um, I was actually through the internet and stuff, Facebook, things like that. I was speaking to the stunt, one of the stunt women who worked on the movie. Um, she's the girl that uh, blows herself up in the speedboat. Okay. And I, I told her I had this script that says location on the front. What do you think? And she she says, oh, she told me, I can't remember now who it might have been because I don't know who, who used to own it. So it was on location mm-hmm. in, in Florida when they started filming or maybe even Martha's Vineyard because they did film parts of this in Martha's Vineyard. Okay. Um, there's one scene in this movie which was filmed by the original director. It's still in it. It's the only scene. It's the shark um, approaching the town, isn't it? Yes. Mm. At nighttime, darn, you're right. The yeah. fin went through the water. And that yeah. was actually suggested to him by Steven Spielberg. He mm-hmm. had a lunch with that director and said, you know what I would like to see? You know, the shark at nighttime swimming through the bay, just the fin. And he did film that. So I think they got a couple of weeks in. And the, the, that version of the script is different than the final film. And, w- mm-hmm. and what was the gist of the story for the, the original Jaws 2 that they were shooting. Okay, so um, there's there's a lot of similarities and then there's there, there's not, if that makes sense, so it's contradictory what I'm saying there. So, for example, it, it is set in Amity. It is four years later. Um, Brody does have the PTSD, but it's a lot more prominent from the very start. Um, yeah. By all accounts, it was supposed to be more of a, of a, of a darker movie. Um and it did center around the kids going sailing as well. But um, I'm just trying to remember now. It's been a while since I've actually read it. So 
those kind of beats are the kind of the same, you know, um, the kids going sailing, the water skiing scene and stuff like that is in it. Um, the bell tower and things like that. Um, what they actually done was, was that when they brought in the new director, Card Gottlieb, who wrote the screenplay for the original Joss, they brought mm-hmm. him back. So he was able to then make the tone of the, of the original director. It was very dark. Amity was all boarded up. You know, they were suffering from the events of the first movie. You know, uh, whereas this, yeah, exactly. And whereas this is kind of like the town is thriving. You know, they've got a, another big summer, and everything seems to be going well. So the tone and everything was lightened up for for the new director coming in, and and that came off the back of the producers as well because they actually um they didn't like the direction that the the first director was going. And it, it, there was there was something with it, with Len, wasn't there? Was he kind of like laundering money or something like that? I, I'm trying to remember now some of these beats from the original script. I, I never read it, but I've read uh, I've read one of the books. I think um, I, I just had to laugh at Roy uh, looking at the camera because Len held on to his wife. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Sorry, I'm laughing as well because I, I remember your Jaws two review when Len says, uh, "Fantastic lady." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was laughed so much at that, Frank, when you said that. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to you know what I've actually read the novelization as well. The novelization um, of you know, the, the movie, the movie tie-ins, um, mm-hmm. and that was. That was based on the script, uh, the original script as well. And there was there was more of the mafia subplot um, to do with the town. Like the original novel of the movie Jaws were part of the subplot of that as well, was that the reason the mirror was keeping the beaches open was because of the mafia and things yeah. like that. And that was just totally cut out of the original movie. But they brought it back into the sequel. Um, I don't remember there being as much of that in the actual screenplay, though. But I remember that there's some of that in the novelization, the tie-in. Yeah, there's a bit of a yeah. mafia connection. Um, yeah. You you ever seen so much hair <laughs> in a movie? <laughs> this, you this, know, Shamrock and, and I, you know, we 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 suffer. You know, <laughs> but this is too much. Well, the this guy is on, too much the hair. On the left, looked like me as a kid. <laughs> 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 and we got Keith. We got Keith Gordon here, of course, for Christine. Now, yeah. it's. I have to say something too. After observing uh, these two movies, the first one, because we're going to not count the three and four yet, but you know, Roy, uh, you know, Chief Brody and Ellen, I've got to be the two horniest old couples <laughs> in Amityville because all their uh, Amity, Amity. I'm going to get that mixed up. Amity, them too. He's the, you know what? They go all over the place to fool around. Now they're talking about going to the Jersey Shore and look at them. They're going to leave Mike there, right? He has no way back except for go with friends. And, and poor Sean fell asleep. Uh, the, you know what? I hope he could fall asleep through that house rocking. Yeah. yeah, and I bet you, Frank, when they get back to the house, they just left Sean in the back of the car. Yeah. Him to the bed. They just leave him in there. Hendrix, take the keys. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> they left him on that boat that we see right now as the sharks go by. Oh, They're always dear. talking about fooling around, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Yeah. <laughs> well, even in the book, does she? Uh, uh, she's supposed to have an affair with uh, Hooper. Uh, with Hooper. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a, right. That's a, a very gratuitous. Uh, is it a dream or something that that Brody has about a car accident that Hooper and 
Ellen have or something like that. It's, I remember it, right. it's it's actually been a while since I've read the novel, but I remember those bits. Mm. <laughs> it's not a it's not a dream. <laughs> it's actually Hooper meets up with Alan um during the day and they go out for lunch and they start talking about their fantasies. Ah, that was it. And that's that's what it is. I can't remember the exact fantasy, but there is there's a car crash and yeah. Yeah. And that's before he brings her to the hotel afterwards. Yeah. Oh, Ellen's like, left in a rather compromising position. And I just remembered the... No pun intended. Yeah, I just remember the... the, the I remember being a kid reading it and the guys in, at school, we were all laughing at it. This was never in the film. Yeah. You know, apparently there's a car crash and she's left like lying on the floor that's with right. her... Yeah, with naked and everybody stood around and all this kind of Stern, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's chum all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, could you imagine the sh- uh, Bruce the shark just going past uh, Andy and saying, "These people got enough problems without me being here. I'm just going to keep going." <laughs> <laughs> I would go up to Maine. <laughs> yeah, that that that's right. Uh, but, um, darn. Uh, sorry, Frank probably wishes that was in the movie. Do you, Frank? Or- <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> well, even I think even um, uh, Lorraine didn't she say um, um, she wished that scene was there? I, really? I think I think she behind the scenes documentary. I think she had said something along the lines of that, which took part because because obviously the file on on location. That she was a wee bit annoyed that her part seemed to shrink and shrink and shrink. So I don't know if that was in. I don't think that was even in original drafts. But I suppose mm. maybe when they started focusing more on Brody and Quentin Hooper, yeah, you, you know, they didn't really need her there, really. You know, <laughs> so match if she was on the Orca. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> could you imagine Quentin well, saying, "Love you, be here. You better start scrubbing." <laughs> well, well, that's that's the whole thing, Frank. The whole thing is that the talk was was that part of the reason why the original director get fired was because he was stuck between a rock and a hard place because Sid Sheinberg, who was the president of Universal, is married to Lorraine Gary. Mm-hmm. That's right. And they said that Spielberg actually cast her in the first movie as insurance so he wouldn't get fired. And he says that's <laughs> not true, right? And so when it came to the second movie... Um, they said Shane Burgett said that Lorraine Gary Alan Brody should go out with Martin Brody to help kill the shark and the director kind of said okay well was going towards the idea of okay but then the producers Richard Zanuck and David Brown mainly Richard Zanuck didn't get on with Sid Shane because he wanted to cast his wife as Alan Brody in the first movie mm. and it ended up Sid Shane got his wife cast so he was dead against Alan going out. Yeah. So after the original director agreeing that yes, no problem, said you're you know we'll send Alan out. He asked to see an updated draft of the script, and she wasn't with Brody when he went out to kill the shark. So the talk was he thinks that's the reason why he ended up getting the chop. He says he he, he was stuck between these two round yeah. with each other. And if you see, well, obviously in this movie, Alan does go out with Brody, and then to a then point, she, to a point. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just funny how you know we get to these directors putting their wives in movies. <laughs> well, the, yeah. fact that, the fact that you know Spielberg says it wasn't because she was married to Sid Sheinberg is bullshit. Because let's yeah. face it, what else has she done? <laughs> <laughs> 
And what has she done since? Jaws the Revenge, where she yeah. did go out and kill the shark. So she <laughs> yeah. got her way in the end. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Eva Alex in the chat just brings up a point. Now, is this a shark set out for revenge? Because it's not Bruce. It's supposed to be Brucette, or what's the, what's the the name, the uh, unofficial name for this shark? The unofficial name is Brucette, and it is supposed to be a female shark. And if you read the novelization, it's stated in the novelization that it's a female shark, but it's a mate of Bruce. Oh, really? Yes, so and it's, it's kind of a revenge thing then. Kind of, but it's it's Bruce pregnant. said I'd be out. I'm going out for smokes. So I'll be right back, and he never came. Back. He never came back. He yeah. had to smoke on our tank. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a big cigar. Smoked, smoked on our tank, and it just exploded on his face. <laughs> Is this a joke? <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, and the the shark in the novelization is pregnant, and that shark goes on to become Jaws the Revenge. Oh, God. Oh, right. Okay. So there's the link. <laughs> so there's you know, a lineage here, yeah. There's a lineage. <laughs> but the funny the funny thing is, I was thinking about this the other day when, when you'd said to me, Darren, about doing doing the Wadzalon, is that um, there was two mechanical sharks used in Jaws 2, whereas in the original Jaws there was three. But the two mechanical sharks in Jaws 2 were actually called, um, was it Hank and, and Fatal? I think okay. Hank and Hank and Fatal, and I think the original Bruce was named after Spielberg's lawyer. So I think Hank and Fatal was named after no Harold wasn't Hank. Harold and Fatal was named after David Brown's uh, oh, right. lawyers. Okay, yeah, uh, but obviously the farm base facts lawyers are sharks. Huh? Is that the correlation? That's what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, I, that, I think that's exactly the joke. It. That was exactly it. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Dustin said that uh, that Jaws has a better timeline than the Terminator movies. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, Brucetta go coming back in, in Terminator fashion? <laughs> you know, two of them. Sorry, David. Sorry, sorry, Darren. Go ahead. No, sorry. No. You just said about Brucetta coming back. I was going to say that part one of the ideas for Jaws three was to bring the shark back. And it was the same shark from Jaws 2. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, how would they do that? They electrocuted. You, you saw smoke coming out of his eyes. <laughs> and his ears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did, did they have the same production issues with this? Or was it a case of they learned from the original movie and and, and kind of avoided all the, the you know, the, 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 shark, the shark is not working, all that yeah. kind of stuff? No, I believe that they had an awful lot of issues with the shark as well. So, um... Uh, Joe, Joe Alves, who actually um, worked on Jaws 1, um, who designed the Sharks. Designer, yeah. Production designer, that's right. He, he originally couldn't work on Jaws 2 because he was doing Close Encounters of the Third Kind. And eventually he came back to work on Jaws 2. And Bob Matty, who created the Mechanical Sharks, um, put them together. Um, he, Joe Alves says when he went in, he says he, he, he was trying to overcomplicate the Mechanical Shark. He wanted to advance it which is fair enough, which is what you want to do. You don't want to do the same thing. Mm. But he says he was, he was redesigning the shark to fit the, new, the pneumatic tubes and stuff. And Joe, and it was taking so long and causing so much money that Joe said that, you know, he came in and he just took it apart and streamlined it. So says, go back to basics. Um, but they say they had two. Um, in the first movie, they had three sharks. So they had like what they call the left or right shark and the right to left shark. 
So the left shark had no left side and the right yeah. shark had no right side and it would move left or one would move left or right, one would move right to yeah. left. And then there was another one which is called a sled shark, which was a full shark, but kind of pulled on this crane. So it seemed to be in this movie they had a sled shark, which they pulled on a crane. And then they had um, the director, Jean-O Schwartz, called um, a luxurious shark, which um, I believe it, it was, rather than have a right to left and left to right, it could just move left and right. You know, yeah. so it was yeah. a wee bit more complicated mm-hmm. and open its mouth and things like that. But it was the same story. When they got on location, it's the salt water. It just kind of destroyed all the pneumatics and the electronics inside the shark. Mm. So when the new director came in, that was part of the problem as well with the original director. He just didn't seem to be able to get the grips with the scheduling. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas like Spielberg was able to kind of um, do day. Like if there was problems out in the water or there was bad weather, he had like um, cover shots on land, which he could do. He just kept filming things. Yeah. Whereas this director was shutting production down. So when the new director came in, he was able to... For example, the first scene he done was this water skiing scene. That was the first scene he done. He says, it's "Let's a great do." Scene. It's mm. a it's a brilliant scene. He says, "Let's do a action scene that while they try and fix the sharks, you know." And um, that's what they've done. So what we're looking at here, which is the fin, did they have yes. um, like prop dorsal fins or something that they were using? Yeah. So in the first movie, they also had a prop dorsal fin with part of the tail fin. And when they pulled it through the water, I'm not sure the tail, I think, might have went back and forward. I can't remember. So it looked like it was moving. I believe for Jaws 2, they used the same rig, but they made the dorsal fin bigger and they mm. took away the tail. Yeah. So it would move faster. And mm. that's the fin you see in this shot. Yeah, I, I love yeah. that shot. Would you see that fin oh. just come out of the water like that and how big it is? It's yeah. so mm-hmm. good. Yeah, superb. There's, there's a number of great shots in this film and one that we'll talk about towards the end, which I just think is incredible. Um, but... Yeah, that's fascinating that um, they went through the sim- similar sort of issues on the on the second film. Yeah, uh, and the thing was as well is that um, the reason why it's actually filmed in Florida rather than Martha's Vineyard. Now, there's some shots in Martha's Vineyard was because um, when Joe Alves was there in, in the, I think it was 76 or 77, and he, the problem they had in the first movie was with all the sailboats and stuff coming in the background because they wanted the three guys to be alone out at sea. And when he was down in off the Gulf, there's the Gulf of Mexico. He, there was none of that problem with the sailboats, and he thought they would go to Florida. Won't have that problem, won't have any delay, and that's part of the reason why they went to Florida. A random fisherman just sitting there, just looking <laughs> you know, at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought it weird that the uh, the old lady that's here on the beach, she's got one house on the beach. She's the only one for miles. <laughs> Yeah, what was the character called, Dale? Oh, I don't know. Doodle for years when I was a kid, I used to think it was Polly. <laughs> <laughs> it was oh from the original. Yeah, because yeah. you see her, you see her in this earlier, I think, and and they look similar to me. Well, they look sim- they did back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. I love karateing. Karate in the pickets, Francis. I I love his walkie talkie here. Brody's oh, walkie talkie. Brody's walkie talkie. Oh, I did the size of it. With the size of his head. Oh, are you on the on on as the the shark blown up already? Yeah, where were you? Oh, where I'm at where they're. Uh, she just dumped she gas on her. Herself on fire. Okay, that, I'll try and catch that. Actually, you can you can pause it. I'll oh, tell you I'll, where we're at the walkie talkie part. No problem. I'll pause it, Frank. So there we go. Yeah, it's it, it it's a it's quite a set piece that. It's it's kind of like look we're back and we mean business isn't it you know this is 
this you know it's a different kind of jaw set piece we've never seen yeah. fire and the shark before what do you think about the scar and the shark because i've heard fans and people criticize the fact that it gets scarred okay we're at the walkie-talkie part so you can pause it yeah thanks frank yep um i kind of like it kind of a little more menacing yeah yeah i don't know i I don't mind it at all it makes it kind of unique looking for this film if if bruce was alive and saw his wife you know he'd be like (laughs) oh baby you got ugly (laughs) <laughs> Phantom of the Opera Shark. Yeah, like, yeah. Give us a kiss. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, listen, I agree as well. I like I like the burn. Maybe it's because I grew up watching Jaws two. When I was a kid, I, I I was the first the first one I had on VHS was Jaws two because I remember my dad recorded it off a of TV for me one night. I was staying at my auntie's and it was on late, and I asked him to record it for me. So I had that one for years, and I watched it an awful lot. And but I really like the the scar in the face because it differentiates from the first mm-hmm. movie. And I think as well that, you know, well, that's the first Jaws. We know what can be defeated. We know the shark can be defeated. It's not like an entity. It's not like Michael Myers. It's not like, you know what I mean? Freddy Krueger, mm-hmm. even though he's burned. Um, so we know what can be defeated. You know, is that it went on fire, but it still survived, you know? And yeah. in my mind, mm-hmm. as a fan, I think that's why maybe it's a wee bit more marauding because it's angry. Maybe it's mm-hmm. pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, have you ever been to any of the 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 cons? I think they've done them in the past, haven't they? Um, and there's one. Isn't there one coming up? Isn't there a fiftieth anniversary convention coming up? That's right, Darren. There's one coming up the fiftieth. Well, I missed the what the first one they ever done. I think was the thirtieth. So hmm. that was near twenty years ago, and I missed that. I didn't. I didn't get to that. Um, because I found out about it afterwards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it always helps if you do it beforehand, Frank. Yeah, like, oh, damn it. <laughs> it's like, damn, that's that. So um, I believe that they're trying to do something for the 50th. It's mm. all down to the Martha's Vineyard um, co- Commerce, is that what they're called? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. They have to get permission. So um, it's in the early stages. But I, that I one, know that because um, Jeffrey Kramer... Was Jeff that uh, was yeah, Hendrix, yeah. 45 yeah and yeah. i think was it was it brett or um pat that asked him is there going to be um it was brett yeah i think yeah. it was brett wasn't it who asked him if there was going to be a jaws con and he said yeah he said it's it's it looks like it's going to happen so yeah that would be pretty interesting but you know a lot of them are not around anymore are they? There's very i know <laughs> because at least like the one on the 30th like peter bansley was there um who else was there? I don't think Roy Shader was there. I think it was the year Roy Shader died. No, he died a couple of years later, but Roy wasn't there because he was sick at the time. Mm. But um, I'm trying to think who else has passed away since then. But I mean, the and stuff was there at the, at the original one. But no, like it likes a car got leaving all still alive. But I don't know. They may be too old to kind of <laughs> go now. Yeah, Spielberg's you know still around. Spielberg, Spielberg's still around. I think he sent like a video message. Oh, did he? Yeah, he sent the video oh, message. Go and show up. I know. I think he's got a house here too. He could have. He could have. Yeah, come he's on. Got people stay in his house as well. That's as bad as your carpet. Of it, stay with the Kennedys. Uh huh. Jeez. Oh, come on. All these people, all these directors who whose careers were built on one major movie, mm. and they just don't want to either acknowledge it or they want to be, you know. Yeah. You know, no one's definitely going to go see the 50th anniversary of AI. You know, I mean, <laughs> I mean, he'll be dead by then, you know, but still, yeah. they won't have an AI convention. Or maybe we will. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll be forced to go. I was going to say, I hope we're all going by then, Frank. 
<laughs> but I would love to visit Martha's Vineyard one day. It is one of the places, even if there's not a convention on, because it's one of those places that, you know, it hasn't really changed. Yeah. You know, yeah. since Jaws was filmed. And it's kind of like being on Amity Island. Yeah. Yeah. Would you I steal think, parts of the uh, orca that's on the beach? Oh, it's gone now, Frank. Kara would have. Was it there? It, on it, the beach? Yeah. There was the, the orca too. The one you've seen sinking at the end two. of the movie from oh, Jaws right, okay. 1. From so, they had a, so they had an Orca and the Orca 2. The Orca 2 was a fiberglass replica, which they made for the sinking at the end of the movie. Right. And they left it behind on one of the beaches. But they brought the original Orca back to Universal Studios. But what actually happened was that people did used to go out there and take pieces of it. And then I, th- I think for like, there was a book that came out in the round. Um, I don't know, 2010 or whatever. Um, Memories of Martha's Vineyard, and there was yeah. a special edition you could get, and there was pieces to cut it, to cut the rest of it up, oh, the orchid two up, now. and you could get mm-hmm. pieces of it if you bought the special edition of the book. Because I do have that book, that huge thing. Yeah, um, and I remember, I mean, because that was—I can't remember how much it cost me now, fifty, sixty quid or something like that. Yeah, and there was a more expensive version, like two hundred or something, wasn't there? That's right. Didn't they have a DVD or a CD with it the, or? Yes, there was a DVD with it. It was one of the Islanders that took eight millimeter footage of the filament. Oh wow! Um, as like a special edition you could get. But I was the same, darn, because I I ordered I ended up ordering two copies of the book because that's just weird the way I am. I ordered two copies, and it cost me about eighty pound like, for the two copies, maybe more. Yeah. And I wasn't going to buy the two hundred pound one. I just thought it was too expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just for a bit of. You know, wood fiberglass like, that you can't prove where, where it was yeah. from. One inch by one inch or something. <laughs> and it's painted red. It could have came from anywhere. Exactly. Well, so, I mean, so this, uh, I got to say, this dead orca, that's base, That's a middle finger, isn't it? <laughs> I think so, yeah. To orca. To orca. To orca the movie. Yeah. yeah. Orca is fun. I like orca. Because in the in the beginning of orca, doesn't the orca's pod, does the, the family go after a shark? Do you know what? I haven't seen Orca. Yeah, I think it does. Oh, doesn't? Yeah, it does. But the doesn't the if I remember right now, so the the one of the Orcas dies and gives birth at the point that it's dying. Yeah, Dumbledore kills him. Dumbledore. Oh, it was Richard Harris. Richard Harris. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) He took a wand and said, "Ivasti," you know, and it just the thing blew up. We should look at Orca one day. It's oh, it's a sad Orca. movie. It is. It is. It's, it's good, a terribly bro. sad movie. And Bo Derek loses a leg. Yeah. Just like in uh, Jaws. Exactly. I need to actually watch it. I need to give it a watch. Have you never seen it? I- I've never seen it, Darn. Oh, no. you should. You oh, it's sad. It's, oh, it's, it's sad. Good. It's got real emotion. It's, it's, um, yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely one, like Piranha, definitely one of the better Jaws, yeah. um, ripoffs. Whales cry. Yeah. Yeah. that's it they hook an orca string it up and the baby comes out while it's out of the water that's right right well you just you just gave shamrock the whole entire plot of why the orca's going nuts start the film for god's sake (laughs) (laughs) i i actually think it's hard i i've actually looked for it because i've heard a lot of people say it's a good movie and it's emotional yeah can you get it over in this region, Darren? Because I've seen I've seen it in other regions, but it's expensive, and I just didn't want to pay a load of money for. Yeah, you don't want to pay like fifty seen. pounds, right, for a standard DVD? Yeah, it's yeah, on, it's on. Um, you can buy it over here. 
There's a, it's on, um, there's a version on Amazon for 13 pounds on Blu-ray. I think it's a German version, but you'll, oh, right, you'll okay. have the UK. No um, subtitles. It's the language of Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> That's well. I just have to learn, ger- just have to learn German. To watch it. <laughs> Who said that? Das Whale. <laughs> das Orca9999. <laughs> to our German friends. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah, but you- everyone thought that this was, you know, that all the all the Jaws movies had some kind of, you know, F you in it. You know, mm-hmm. with like uh with uh, in part three where the uh, shark explodes, there's an ET in it, an ET doll. That's right, an ET Is doll. That really? Of, apparently so, yeah. An ET doll that explodes out of its mouth, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Evil right. Alex. Das Kilo Wald Massacre. Poor Orca. Yeah, let's move on. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you know what? But Jonathan Ball is right. Orcas can kill sharks like nothing. They're they're actually a lot bigger. And mm. actually they, they they're there's no sharks really stay together, especially great whites. Mm. Uh but orcas yeah. do because they're mammals. I mean, this is common, you yeah. know, biology that all of us dogs, know. Yeah. yeah, and they yeah. all start that's why the uh, sharks run away. They're, they're, too, hunt- they're, just, they're equal in size. Yeah. Well, they're hunt- hunting pods as well. And I mean, it, well, about a big, great weight, weigh about 2,000 pounds. Whereas like, a, a killer whale can weigh something like, what, seven ton? Yeah. <laughs> One killer whale. And I actually seen a video recently about the great whites in South Africa that have disappeared because of the, they were getting killed by killer whales. Whales ramming yeah. them all the time. Yeah. yeah, eating their livers. But yeah. Yeah. the great, great whales have now turned up on the eastern side of South Africa. And there's like, they, they weren't really here before. It says now they're yeah. over there. It says it's going to knock an imbalance off. Wow. So I thought call the killer whales in. So <laughs> is that something that's on your um, bucket list then, to, to, to dive with a great white? Yeah, I would yeah. love to. And yeah. I was, oh, God. You could go ahead. Oh, I'd love to do it. You know what? I was actually looking into it about it was about 10, 13 years ago because when I still lived at home with my parents and I was looking into it where you could pay, you give a donation, place in South Africa. I can't remember the name of them now. You give a donation, a couple of thousand pounds, and they'll take you out and you'll be a deck hunt. And then you they do research with white sharks and then you, they let you dive, dive in the cages with them. But don't hate donating. So you give them a donation and you stay in their um residents you can stay on their boat was, you've done it for like two or three weeks uh the only was you then you have to pay for obviously your own flights and make your own way to um where was it it was in south africa it was a, it's like cape town it wasn't cape town frank um i can't even remember the name where gonzabai i think it was gonzabai gonzabai okay. and um it was my dad says to me um do you ever think of buying a house and i was like I'll buy a house instead. <laughs> instead of spending all that money and go to South Africa to Dave with sharks. So um, but yes, it would be on my bucket list star and it's a visit Martha's Vineyard and Dave with great weights. And then they tell you, here, put on this seal outfit. We'll drag you behind us. <laughs> There's no kids now. <laughs> Look at the real experience. So Murray Hamilton. Yes. He was really poorly filming this, correct? No, no, that's not true. Um, or is that his wife? It, it was his wife. So Murray Hamilton, um, he was, 
it was David Brown, the producer, he tells it in the make it of, says that he heard that Murray Hamilton was just going to leave. He didn't tell anybody. And Murray Hamilton stopped him and says, what's going on? He, he says he stopped him in the lobby of the hotel with his bags. And he says, my wife is going through a biopsy for cancer. He says, and I need to be with her. And David Brown says, well, what if we film all your scenes now? We'll do it all now. He says, we'll get that out of the way. He says, then you can go be with your wife. And um, Murray Hamilton says, oh, yes. So they brought everybody in to film his, all his scenes. Now, it makes it that, that's interesting to me as well, Frank, because the same thing happened with this movie, which was happened to the original movie, which was that Carl Godley was brought in to rewrite the original script. And he was on location every single day, rewriting Jaws mm. 2. And there's a scene later on in it when Alan um, confronts Len Peterson and um, he says, you know, we were just thinking about everybody's and she's like, I don't mm-hmm. give a damn what you're thinking. Yeah, It yeah. makes me think that if Murray Hamilton was there, it would have been with him. But yes. in, a, in a funny way, it kind of pays off to me, it pays off better with Liam Peterson because to me, Liam Peterson, the way the Murr is the real villain of the first movie, Liam Peterson to me is the real villain of yeah. this movie. Yeah. Yeah. And as Frank says, it's amazing he got re-elected. Well, I, I think he should be re-elected again, to be honest. <laughs> oh, I see. It says Mayor Vaughan on there, right? It says on re-elect Mayor Vaughan. So. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, have, you, have you met any of the cast of, of Jaws ever at conventions in the UK or... No. Do you know what, Darn? I've never been to a convention. Um, okay. what, I, what I actually did was when the internet started really taking off in the early 2000s and Facebook came along and YouTube was starting to take off. Like, um, I was able to speak with a lot of the cast of uh, Jaws 2 and get their autographs and things like that. And there were, and um, in recent years, like a lot of other Jaws fans, um, a lot of, of came along and they've created their own sites as well like that and Facebook pages and they're very friendly with them now and they're very actually, they're very approachable. They're very nice people. They'll, they'll yeah. speak to you yeah. and sign autographs if you ask them. But you were saying about conventions and stuff like that. I know that, I think it was in 2020, just before the pandemic hit. I think Richard Dreyfus, Jeff Voorhees from the original Jaws, who played Alex Kintner. I think Jeffrey Kramer as well. And Chrissy Watkins was due to come to hmm. Ma- Manchester Comic Con in okay. October of that year. I think it was 2020. And then the pandemic hit and it was cancelled to 2021. And then the, the totally cancelled the, the Jaws ones that were supposed to be going over, they cancelled completely. So I haven't had the opportunity, but I would love to go to a con at some stage, you know. Yeah, I know that'd be that'd be really cool. I know Dreyfus is doing the convention circuit a lot at the moment, isn't he? I, I see yeah, him in America. He's, he's kind of like retired from from filming. He's 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 now going on these uh, on these videos. I mean, on these shows and everything. He's getting philosophical and. Um, yeah, you know, uh, he was, much. yeah, he was, he was talking to one um, show over by you guys over in the UK where they were talking about how most movies now are letting people basically become, I don't want to say it, but I'm going to have to woke and be, mm-hmm. and, and he's complaining that filmmaking is art. <laughs> you, you, you can't express it to the masses where everyone has to be pleased. You know, nobody should be, you know, excluded or included and then have anyone's idea change. And that's what he's on a big kick about. Yeah. Yeah. He was it, talking it, about the Oscars, wasn't he? Was it the I Oscars? Think so. it, 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 it was, wasn't it? It was yeah. to do with the, the, you have to have a certain amount of 
people, people yeah yeah working on the certain category before you can be nominated yeah, I, yeah. and i think he had yeah. actually said i see not to be frank i think it actually said i wouldn't we wouldn't have been able to make jaws if we yeah. had to pick all those like he got mad <laughs> yeah he was, <laughs> he annoyed, he was yeah. A little upset with that it's art yeah <laughs> now, i have to say roy has got a nice chest on him who walks around as a sh- as as chief open shirt like that <laughs> <laughs> All he's missing is like the disco medallion. <laughs> like if he imagine if he had a um, a necklace with Bruce's tooth on it. <laughs> yeah, it it's uh it, it late seventies Frank very disco, you know. Very like disco. That's what, maybe that's what he's going for. But I have to say, I was going to ask you, what do you think of Roy Shader's performance in the sequel compared to the original? I, I think he's 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 putting his his acting chops in this. You know, I think whatever he was given, he always he always did a good job. Uh, but I think he he's acting very well in this, knowing that he'll be in the water most of the time again. <laughs> uh, but you can't tell he's having a problem behind now behind yeah. the scenes. You can. I, I I agree with Frank there. I think that you would never know by his performance that he was he hated being on the set. And wasn't there a moment where he actually had a fight with the director? He hit him or something? Yeah, that's right. He went for the director. Um, I think he grabbed him by the, th- <laughs> grabbed him by the throat. <laughs> um, by all accounts, he, he, his nose was out of joint because he accused the director of spending too much time with the teens and not giving him direction. Yeah. And when they had their row, um, he put this to the director, and the director uh, said, "But Roy, you're 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 a seasoned veteran. You're an actor. You're an adult. Yeah. You're an actor. I need to spend more time with the kids." I mean, I'll uh, be right back, gentlemen. Okay. Okay. Um, but I mean, when you look at the, the movie as well, I, I, I part of the first movie, darn, he doesn't seem to. Have, I mean, Roy Shader's character he should be happy that he. I don't think he would have been on the water as long as the first movie. Yeah. When you really think about no, it, no, no, no. Or, or dealing with the shark as much because his character doesn't interact with the shark yeah. until the actual finale of the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I always think as well. I think it's the scene that's coming up after this, um, after this uh, red, the red herring moment here with the when he shoots up the beach, um, the scene where he goes to the town hall and confronts everybody. I think mm-hmm. his performance in that oh, is yeah. fantastic. Yeah, it's a great moment, and I remember they used that particular moment for the TV ads back in the eighties. Yeah, you know, yeah, it, it, uh, it's it's great stuff. Yeah, Lester, I actually think that his performance in this, in some ways, is better than his performance in the original. Really? Um, oh, definitely, I really do. And I'm not just saying that because we're watching Jaws too, or to trying to be edgy or anything like that. Um, I think that the character is going through a lot more. In this one, yeah. the first movie, he's got a clear arc. You know, he's a police chief. He's dealing with a problem. Now, that's not taking anything away from his performance in the original. Hi, Frank. Mm-hmm. Um, not taking anything away from his performance in the original because his performance in the original is amazing. Um, and he's dealing with problems as they're coming in. Dawn, Adam, you know, and Ort of Richard Dreyfus and later Robert Shaw, the, the playoff. Yeah. Whereas oh, this, yeah. he's on his own. And he and and he's and I just think how he plays. I mean, he doesn't start to. It's not like Jack Nicholson in The Shining where he starts off crazy. Do you know what I mean? He you could slowly see him 
despair as this movie goes on. And and I, I really, really like his performance in, in the second movie. Oh, that's great. And it did they did they did try to get him back for the third one, right? I, th- I think so. I think yeah. they did. Um, again, he tried he said, to make himself no. available. Yeah, he said, "Hell no, Frank." I think he went and made Blue Thunder instead. <laughs> even if there's like, even though we could give you free tickets to Sea World, he's, he's like, "Hell no." <laughs> yeah, and, and he, I mean, imagine Roy playing with dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> imagine Roy playing somebody like Philip Fitzroy's. <laughs> well, that was the whole thing about Jaw 3 though the fact and I've been to SeaWorld for god I don't know why but 20 years ago or so I went to SeaWorld I would never go again um, I don't even think it's is it still there I don't know um, no but it's I know I it that it's inland yeah it, it it's inland it's in the mm-hmm. center of um, Orlando yeah and there's no ocean near it whatsoever so how a great white gets into that park I've no idea <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the third one's the sewers. I, 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 <laughs> the sewers. <laughs> maybe it's maybe it flew, you know, but, uh, <laughs> or jumped like free willy. But um, no, I actually I know what you're saying, I, I, and I think I think it's taken literal when you watch the movie. I think it's supposed to be it is Sea World, but I think it's supposed to be like a fantasy. It's all it's near the coast. You see them at the start with with the model of Sea World and them saying, "Here's a gate that's connected to the." Yeah. to the sea and blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. But you know that they try to get Roy Shatter back for Jaws 4? Yes, to kill him off. At the start, yeah. yeah. And the, the and he said, give me a million dollars. I'm not sure if he offered him it or not. <laughs> they gave it to Michael Caine instead. They gave it to Michael Caine instead. <laughs> but I think he said a million dollars so they wouldn't come back. He was like, yeah, I'll do it before a million. <laughs> Nowadays, so, that'd be nothing, wouldn't it? They'd be yeah. like, okay. I also read as well, and I don't know whether you've heard about this, um, David, but they they tried to, because obviously Dreyfus was on Close Encounters around the same time this was being shot. Thanks, Don. They they actually tried to get a him to do a cameo, and he was willing to come in for one day, mm-hmm. and the di- director said, if it's just going to be one day, there's no point, so forget it. And that's why you end up just getting that kind of token phone call, which I think we've just yeah. had, haven't we? It was just a few no, minutes. No, it's, it's later on. Is it the later phone on? Yeah. It's later. It's after uh, Shader gets fired. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, do you know what? I never heard about the one day thing. I, I remember you talking about that before, Don, mm. in one of the one of your um, broadcasts. Um, yeah. I, I don't. I don't. Re- I don't remember that, but it could well be for mm. that scene on the Aurora. You know, yeah. it could have well been for that. Mm-hmm. I know that in Jaws the Revenge, he was to have a cameo in that as well. Mm. And he, he wouldn't come back. I've read the script of Jaws the Revenge. So there's a scene there where Mike is on the phone to uh Hooper and uh they call and uh is it Thea, the daughter and it speaks to him too, and they call him Uncle Matt. Okay. And they talk about all the Christmases that they used to have together. With remember the good times we used remember to the have. Good times? <laughs> yeah, that's what it's like. But <laughs> M- M- Murray Hamilton was supposed to come back from for Jaws: The Revenge as well and have a cameo, but he wow. died before filament started. Yeah, yeah. So the work just be Murray, uh, you know, there on the beach, you know, in some skivvies, you know, just <laughs> out of the Bahamas. <laughs> so they were getting the they were trying to get the bond get back together for Jaws: yeah. The Revenge, you know. Yeah, yeah. The bond got back together. I think this part's a very sad part. You know, it's 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 yeah. him at his craziest. 
Hmm. Um, now, I always had a problem with that, was, is, which he thinks is the shadow of the shark. But comparison to size, that would be a megalodon that he was looking at. <laughs> it is huge. You know, but now yeah. we find out it's just a swarm of bluefish. Yeah. Uh, it's school. <laughs> I'm thinking of piranha. The piranha, too. The school. <laughs> Uh, you know what? That's I, 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 always kind of like bothered bother me, even as a fan. You know, I've probably just kind of looked over that. The fact that like he's bound to know like that's far too big to be, yeah. even though Jaws is a big shark, you know, 25 feet or whatever. But do you think that's part of his paranoid delusion it, in his it, head? It, it's the PTSD. It's it's yeah. He doesn't want, you know, what happened before to happen again. He's become obsessed with this <laughs> idea that this shark is coming back. And yeah. you know, I I just think it 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 consumes him, doesn't it? And he just he fucks up. Yeah. Well, imagine if he shot that kid that was that was running up. Could it's you imagine? Close. Just just did a graze, another <laughs> another just Alex Kittner just in the water, <laughs> blood everywhere. Just <laughs> yeah. And then he and he goes back. He goes into the medical uh, the medical uh, examiner's room. You know, they say, yeah, that's my son. But he, then he takes the kid out and tries to look for the shark. He chums up the kid in this movie. <laughs> that would have been better. Holy. Uh, or, he go, the or, or he goes to the medical examiner and it's Hendrix. And he's like, yeah. Hendrix, what are you doing there? He's just, yeah, I'm doing this on the side. Oh, and I'm taking up dentistry too. <laughs> <laughs> well, he in the beginning, remember Hendrix was looking at Tina, right? He was like. I know. <laughs> Tina, Tina looks about 17 or 18. He looks about 30. <laughs> yeah. How old would he have been in this? In 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 oh, Jeffrey, the, Jeffrey the original show, he probably would have been because he he's in his seventies now, right, Hendrix? Yeah, I'd say he's in his seventies. We say he's probably in his mid twenties in the original Joss. He looks old. Sure. He looks old in everywhere he is. Right, even in Clue, he looked old. <laughs> the man just looked old in them days, Frank. When they had twenty, he's like, yeah, like well, you're like what's his name? Uh, the diabetes guy, William uh, William. Um, the one in it, Blair. Oh, um, Wilfred. Wilfred Brimley. Yeah. In you know, he was like, not, not it. Go, oh, whatever. <laughs> you get the Adams family mixed up with it all. Um, uh, Jeffrey Kramer was born in 45, so he would have been 30 in, when he did Jaws. 30 when he done Jaws. So you go. So yeah. about 33, 34 when he done this. Yeah. Um, I, I like that 50. scene where he's probably lying about his age. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just to get the job. I, I like when Sean goes down to the beach as well and helps him pick up the bullets because that's one thing I like about the Jaws movies. You know, people talk uh, about the continuity from the first movie and the second movie. It, it's, it's just basically like, because Sean is doing the uh, impressions with, with Brody in the first movie and then yeah. obviously he's the one that goes down and helps him with the bullets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's funny because uh, uh, if you look at his desk, there's a little Easter egg there. They, uh, yeah. they <laughs> It says what? man of the year. Yeah, the Martin, award Martin, for killing yeah. Martin C. Brody, man of the year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man of the year. <laughs> Retaining shark jaw. <laughs> <laughs> um, this plaque. We're <laughs> <laughs> saving our town. Man of the year. And, uh, the smallest shark you could find as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you even get him a big shark jaw? Yeah, and this gift certificate to Roy Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> Roy Rogers. Roy Rogers is a fast food chain. It's a, like oh, they sell okay. like roast beef sandwiches. Um, Chester's asking us, Darren, Frank, and Shamrock, did you guys like the score in this one more than the first one? 
mm, this has more of a score, doesn't it, Shamrock? It has more music to it. It's it's just it's the 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 opening score is iconic. It's not going to change. Um, but yeah. this one you could kind of relax to. Yeah, I always say about because again, this was a first for me. It was the first score I had on CD back in the nineties. Um, and um, probably listen to this more than the original Jaws initially. Um, but I agree. I, I always tell people that when they talk about the two scores, I love Jaws 2 score as much as Jaws 1 score. Mm. But I think Jaws 1 works better with the visuals, whereas I think Jaws 2 works, uh, as you say, Frank, you, you can sit and listen listen to it. It's a really nice score to listen to. I think what William's done is he expanded on it. He expanded on the themes and, yeah. and things mm-hmm. like that. I, I've got this theory that John Williams always, when, he, when he's doing a score second time around, I think his scores are nearly better than his originals. Um, Temple of Doom to me is better than Raiders. Um, I think The Lost World is phenomenal score mm. as well. Yeah. And Jaws 2. And I don't think he gets enough credit for the Jaws 2 score. It's never mentioned when people talk about John Williams. Would you have liked the scene, this part where they're doing that? Which I thought as a kid it was very hypnotic where they're they're um, they're 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 making the, the film and uh, as they're as they're exposing it. If they saw his wife and Hooper together, <laughs> <laughs> like in a passionate kiss, and he goes, "That's yeah. the one." <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and, and Brody's reactions just exactly the same. That's yeah, it. That's, the yeah that's the one. <laughs> He's loading up the gun to go home, and, uh, and then he brings the photograph to the town fathers and says, "He's like that," and they're like, "That's why he goes." That's why the old fella says, "I don't know, seaweed." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, look at his crotch. Oh. Seaweed. Mrs. Tab says, I don't know what is it. <laughs> yeah, Mrs. Tab, she hasn't seen one in years. <laughs> I know what penis wants to see one, and I'm not going through that hell again. <laughs> uh, now, this, 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 uh, when we did uh, the best and worst of uh, for this movie. Darren and I both agree that this was our favorite line coming mm, from uh, Roy. It's one of my favorite scenes in the franchise. Yeah, yeah. Are you only getting into that scene now? Are you? Yeah, yeah. Are you I, watching I, it on fast? I don't know. It's a, I, I'll pause it. I'm at the bed after the speech where Brody's kind of looking at um, Peterson to go into the office. Okay, I don't okay. know. I'm watching, I'm watching it on DVD, so I don't know why it's going. It might so be just fast. a little tad faster. Yeah. But yeah, we're, we're we'll get to that part where he's looking at Len to go back in. I'll tell you when. Yeah. But yeah, it was just uh, we saw Harry. You know, Harry sitting there. You know, um, finally, yeah. and Mrs. Taft. I'm, I'm, you know, all I'll say about Harry is I'm glad he's got a shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you think between Len and uh, and Brody, do you think it's because? It's more than just a shark. It's more about his wife. And you better oh. do something about this one because I don't intend to go through Oh, oh yeah. Um, I, I think there's a bit of uh, friction there between him and Len because of his wife. I think Brody knows Fane rightly what he's up to. And there's other deleted scenes. If you've got the DVD yourself, Frank, or Blu-ray or whatever, I'm sure you've watched them, where there's a wee bit mm-hmm. more kind of... Um, what's the word? Kind of like uh, friction between them. You see it. There's a scene where Brody writes... Liam Peterson a ticket, a parking ticket, and you see Alan saying mm-hmm. to him, That's my boss. And he's a guy, he's gonna get it. Ah, right. Okay. Um, and he said it on after Brody gets fired. Or no, was it before? I can't remember. Well, he's driving Alan to work 
And Alan says, oh, Len says we're going to do this and do that. No, because he's into the realty, the real estate. And Brody's like, Len? And he, she's like, what? what? He's like, is it first name terms? No, not even Mr. Peterson or my boss. And and she's like, you're jealous. And he's like, no, I'm not. And she says, you are, you're jealous. Um, so You call the mayor by his first name. Are you stooping him? <laughs> Martin? That's what I would have said. Yeah. So I think Brody, Brody's comfortable in his relationship with Alan. He's Brody, Brody's comfortable with his marriage. So, but he know, but okay, he now we're at the oh, bar. If you want to yeah, pause. Dead on. So so he kind of uh I think he knows, yeah. So he does. But there is a deleted scene as well. I don't know if he's it's uh, is it on the DVD? It is where they actually vote to yes, sack yes. Yeah. 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 And the you, only person that actually votes to keep him is Vaughn. Yeah. Yeah, because he saved his skin years ago, didn't he? Four years ago. So, do you, do you think that the the stuff the um, the the John Hancock scenes will ever surface? I hope so, but the problem is, is that even if I, I don't know if they've, I've never heard that they've been destroyed. But the thing is, if they're lying in a tin can somewhere in a vault, how long does that? That does the film last for? Mm. I know that film deteriorates over time, and then yeah. Universal yeah. has had a load of fires over the last yeah. forty-five years. So I don't know. I've heard they've lost a lot of their music and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It could could have been destroyed there. But there's one scene that I actually do hope surfaces out of all the scenes. It's it's not even. There's been scenes filmed for what, the new director filmed that people want to see. There's a death that was filmed. And, oh really? Yes, and um, that has never seen the light of day and what, um, was, what was the scene so in this movie when we get there so it's, uh, towards the finale of the of the film uh larry von jr's mate uh bob with the hat so mm. he's called bob because he was originally gonna die in the script brody was gonna grab him and when he pulled him up his legs were missing and he oh, really? <laughs> yeah it was, yeah and he was left bobbing in the water so they give him the name <laughs> Bob, <laughs> right? So, so his death still stayed in the movie, but that's not the way. I don't think that's the way they filmed it. There's pictures of it. Um, so at the end of the movie, when the shark breaks through the catamarans and they're all the teens, teens are all making a swim for Cable Junction. Yeah, and you um see the shark. There's a girl called Lucy, and they're swimming towards Cable Junction, and it and rubs f- against mm-hmm. her, doesn't it? Rubs against her. Yeah. Well, yeah. the reason why it rubs against her is, and the reason why it doesn't attack reader is because it's and what happens is is that he's on top on the side of one of the catamarans hanging on to it and the shark kills him and that's why jackie is screaming and screaming and screaming because she sees this happening in front of her so that's why she goes batshit crazy Um, i always always thought she was going batshit because it was a near miss do you know what I mean? Because yeah, because when I was a kid, I never quite understood what happened. And then as you as I got older and learned more about sharks and the fact that their their, their skin is like yeah. sandpaper, sandpaper. Right? yeah, so that's right. against her and and causes a huge mm-hmm. graze, doesn't it? Yeah, they actually used to use shark skin as sandpaper years oh, ago. Geez. Yeah, that's how rough it is. But what happened was was that they knew fine rightly the producers knew fine rightly that the um, censors because there were so many deaths. That they wanted mm. to get a PG rating, so they filmed it anyway, and they and they filmed it a, a different way as well. Because if you notice, Bob is on the, the island at the end, 
So yeah. it's like, oh, well, if he get killed, how is he on the island? So yeah. they filmed like inserts of him being on the island, um, just in case they had to take the death out, and they did. Yeah. And it's the same with the helicopter pilot. Sure, that's on the DVD as well, yeah. like that they had seen. Yep. The shark. He was swimming, you know, doggy paddling and everything. Yeah, that's right. And then it killed him as well. But they had to cut that out. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I wonder if a lot of this stuff was because, obviously, they were still trying to, you know, I, I, if I remember right, it was a PG like the original Jaws, yeah? It wasn't an R-rated movie. Maybe the the yeah. both legs being severed and, you know, the cumulative effect of some of the more violent scenes that they were supposed to be in there would have tipped it into that category. Yeah. Yeah, and the thing was was that the original Jaws, when the first one through the censors, from what I'm led to believe, it it was originally given like an R rating. And David Brown argued with the censors that it's an animal, it's nature, it's not a person going out and killing someone. When you think about the original Jaws, the amount of blood in it, yeah. There's a severed mm-hmm. arm, a severed leg, and you know, you actually see the shark clamp down on its victims, and there's mm. there's a lot more there's when you think about Jaws, there's literally no blood in this movie. You never mm. see the shark actually bait down on someone yeah, that's yeah. if i have one criticism about this movie that's what it is and it's even to the point where the first jaws has five victims this movie has i think seven and they knew fine rightly that with bob that would be eight how um knew that going with that dancers were really going to give give it a hard r because people complained about the first jaws they complained that it was too scary um hmm. Um, when it was a PG and they wanted to get it down to a PG because the producers knew they wanted to get younger audience in they wanted to get teens in as well because it was yeah, like yeah. a teen movie like a date movie mm-hmm. and they, and that's why the Mar- no, the victim Marge who who um, saves Sean and then yeah, you see the and shark and come up behind her and gobbles her hole doesn't it yeah and they pull yeah. her down that's why that was filmed in that angle because they wanted to actually um, they didn't want to show the shark actually bait her or whatever um, yeah yeah there was actually talk that they didn't want it in the movie. They weren't even going to film it, but they changed their minds. Was there ever, was there ever a deleted scene when Jeff comes over and uh, you know and he's right here and he's and he's accepting he's reluctantly accepting the new job as chief. He doesn't want it. Was there ever a deleted scene of him motorboating Ellen <laughs> because she's just all she does is just go to the people of I authority. Um, it may be in the Hancock version. <laughs> with the mafia stuff can you imagine him you imagine him walking in and hendrix is <laughs> because she because because you know, she likes you know people of, of of you know masculine men who have high position and now well you don't need martin anymore he lost his job and hendrix, you know they're practically going to be poor ever officially given the title of chief what, what you're saying was he was was he ever given the title of chief? He's not, is he? Just by Brody, that's it. By proxy, yeah. yeah. But I, but I actually think that. Well, that's an interesting question because he's just been fired. He gave it to Len. Yeah, he's just been fired, and whether or not, I mean, would the te- would the legs of the town fathers turn out and say to Brody, "You're fired"? By the way, we're giving you a job to Len, or is Brody just assuming <laughs> that you're going to be the chief now because I'm gone? Yeah. You know, but I'm laughing yeah, there yeah. as well, Frank and Darren, about you said about if if he came home. And there was Len getting it on with Ellen. But Brody's come home with the <laughs> photographs of her and Hooper as well. <laughs> and then he's like, You two timing bitch. Just threw the photographs at her. <laughs> now you're with Jeff. Is there anyone here you won't bang? Brody ends up living out in the police launch. <laughs> he's, he's living in that tower, right? On the beach. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> He's got like a little soup can, a little candle to keep him warm. Yeah. And there's Lance moved in. Um, hi, Kyle. Yeah, I saw the message earlier, but I couldn't put it on the screen for some reason. Um, but thank you very much. Yeah, that was that's Kyle was Thanks, just Kyle. saying that he's been with us 15 months now. So uh, yeah, that's quite a milestone. Thanks very much, Kyle. Yeah. Now, Shamrock, I wanted to ask you this: if what would you have liked to see if in part two everybody died at the end? You know, Hooper died and uh, Martin died, but Quint was the only one left alive. How do you think a Jaws two would have? Uh, would have turned out. Oh, do you know what? It's something I haven't really thought of. I don't. Um, it would be very difficult, couldn't it? Wouldn't it? The kind of. Uh, see, this is the thing too about. You think Alan would have played like the the guilty card? You know, you were supposed to help Martin, and you let him die, kind of thing. Now a shark's back again, Maybe, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know because it's it's one of those things where. Um, or is he sleeping with Ellen? He, <laughs> she, she's living in Quint's shack with all the shark jaws. Yeah. Around, around her. So it is. I don't know, because the thing is, is that as well, Frank, is that what road do you go down? Because people, Jaws 2 has been accused of being to a rehash of Jaws 1. It's not really, because the sack, no, the sack it's is totally, it's different. totally different. So I think to myself, if Quint survived, right, they've, they've got a resident shark hunter. The shark comes back and starts eating people, but there's nobody there to tell them, or, oh, there's a shark. Would Hendrix be the police of, chief of plebeius savvy as Brody that to, to be to know that there's another no, shark? I, you know? I don't think they would have given it to him. <laughs> I got to close the beaches now. <laughs> I think they would have had to bring someone in. Hendrix is pretty useless, really, yeah. isn't he? You know, well, he knows his nautical terms. He was a rookie. You know, he wasn't experienced. Like, like, like. Um, like Shida, like Shida, like like Brody came in from um, where was it? Was he New, New Jersey? York? New York. York from New York yeah. to be the chief of uh, of Amity. I think they would bring someone else in. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right, I, and I think it's the same with this. I, I think actually, if Hendricks is in charge here, it's a it's a stopgap. Hmm. You know, it's kind of like when a football manager gets fired and then they give it the is you know his, his, the water boy. Uh, yeah, and then until they get a proper manager in, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in the meantime we fired our coach and we we're going to put the mascot in charge can't do any worse ladies and gentlemen so <laughs> but, but I, I, now how do you feel because I'm, I'm, I'm watching retro um uh retro uh drummer here mm-hmm. uh how do you feel about shark movies now like deep blue sea and the meg i am not a big fan of any um recent shark movies people think because i, I love jaws and love sharks that i watch any shark movie. I watched Deep Blue Sea in the cinema when it first came out and I, I enjoyed it. And I had it on DVD for years and then I watched it again about, I don't know, five years ago and I didn't like it. So give it away to the charity shop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, no, The Shallows was decent. I thought it was a bit overhyped. The only shark movies that I th- think were decent since Jaws, well, since Jaws 2, I, th- I think Jaws 2 is a decent shark movie. And I'm a fan of Jaws 3 and Jaws 4, but I understand why people don't like them. I, I can see all their flaws. But I, I really enjoyed the reef and open water. Mm. Mm. But um, I, I, haven't seen, I haven't seen any of the makes, so I haven't. There is, there is um, uh, how would you feel about a remake and who would you cast? Would not want a remake. 
<laughs> don't want a remake. I did think about this around the early 2000s where like I, I was a subscriber to Empire Magazine and every now and again, like somebody that's right in a, know the question, who would you recast, you know, in Jaws? And back then, um, I did think about it and I thought like in the early 2000s, I would like uh, Russell Crowe as Quint and I would like uh, Jim, Jim Carrey as Hooper. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and who did I have as Brody? I can't remember who had as Brody now. It it's not Snowflake. <laughs> exactly. But look, Jim Carrey's a really good when he does a serious role, you know, and I, I can imagine with a beard and all and the glasses. Yep, 23, I think, was his, was like a psychological horror. 23, 23 was it? Eternal yeah. Sunshine yeah. of the Spotless Mind as well. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. done that as well. But do do you know what? I would I would actually I've got two ideas in my own head for maybe a Jaws kind of like you know um, if they were to revamp the franchise, maybe a prequel set in like 1916 due to the 1916 New Jersey shark attacks. Yeah, yeah. And out of a like maybe a sequel uh, to Jaws two uh, set at Amory mm-hmm. and maybe bring Hoover back or so, something like that. Um, yeah. I'd be up for that, but. There's a book actually just been released there a couple of weeks ago. I don't know if you've heard about it called The Book of Quint. Oh, no. no. Who's not heard about it? Um, I I just received it a couple of weeks ago. I haven't read it yet. And it's a it's a prequel to, to Jaws. And it's about Quint. It goes from 1945 to the 1960s. And it's about him in the um, Indianapolis. How he becomes a shark fisherman. How he gets the orca. Higher raves at Amity and all, all this. And apparently it's very good. Now I'm dubious about fan fiction, really mm. dubious about it, especially when mm. Jaws is concerned, because I have my own head. You know, when you watch a movie for 40 years or whatever, 35 years, you have in your own head how you think things go. But apparently, by all accounts, it's very, very good. So I'm looking forward to giving that a read. Oh, that's interesting. I'm going to, I might have to have a look at that. I, I, I like the sound of it. You can get it on Amazon, Darren. It's, um, it's a UK publisher. The, okay. the guy that wrote it is either Canadian or American, and um, he couldn't. He he had to go to a UK publisher to get it published. But it is going to be released in the US, Frank, as well. I think it's released in January in the US. I'll get the audio book. <laughs> I, they're going to do an audio version as well. Yeah, are, are they? Yeah. They should get his son. They should get his son to read it. Yeah. Well, uh, when you say that, the 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 what you mean, Ian Shaw, um, his mm-hmm. yeah. That Quint was supposed to have a son in this film, right? Which yes. character is it? Because the character's still in the movie, yeah. Yes. Is it Billy Van Zant with that big? No. I, I, and there's a there's oh. a cl- there's a clue. Um, I know who it is. Do you want to tell us, or do you want to guess? He's he's on the he's on the he's with the uh, the rest of the. Um, Towards the end, right? He's with the rest of the Oh, yeah, he's, he's one of the teenagers, oh, right. yeah. He's, he's, he's with them, the yeah. Okay. All right. Let me see if I can... When they're all together, I'm going to oh, see. Okay. And he doesn't die, right? So he's not one of the ones that, that dies. Well, the, he, none he, of them die, really. He doesn't, he doesn't die. I'm going to have a guess. Is it the guy, because you might be painting toilets at the beach? <laughs> no. It's not him. Because <laughs> that's, that's Larry Vaughn's son. Oh, that's Mayor Vaughn's son. No, that's Vaughn, yeah. that's yeah. Vaughn Jr., yeah. And it's not Timmy. It's not Timmy, no. no. <laughs> and it's not the guy doing the. It's not um. What's his face doing? Is that Keith, Keith Gordon? Gordon? It is Keith Gordon. If you notice, is it he's really? got sideburns. Really? Yeah, he's sideburns. That's why he's doing, and he's doing the Churchill speech as well, right? Yeah, yeah. That's why he's got the sideburns. It's supposed to, because there's a resident character's name. I think was called sideburns. I think I'm not sure what his name is. His, his name is in this. Um, once I've done the rewrites, but his original name was Sadeburns, and that's why he has the Sadeburns. He's supposed to be Quint's son. And I, I re- 
did that too, Darren, as well. That offered him coming to Amity to claim the ten thousand dollars because his dad killed, you know, killed. Thinks his dad killed the shark. Yeah. Oh, that would have been great. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and then he left him a car as a present. Yeah. <laughs> he left him the salvage rights to the orca. Oh yeah, all that, all that, all that, all that shit moonshine in his shack. <laughs> it's moonshine. <laughs> I'm leaving. You, I'm leaving you my little, my little assistant. I, I Herschel. You call him Herschel. <laughs> What's his story then? Do you, Do you ever see the deleted scene with him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not going I'm out there. there. Yeah. I ain't going out after that crazy shack. So he says, there, <laughs> um, I'll tell you what the story is, but I actually know the story. So he's an, he's an Islander. He died there, I think last year. So he was an Islander on Martha's Vineyard and Spielberg was casting locals. Part of the reason being, I think it was to do with the union as well. And part of it was to give it a wee bit more legitimacy and make it a wee bit more authentic. And he's seen this guy, I think his real name is Herschel West. Hmm. And he's seen him and he was, scruffy he hadn't shaved and his clothes were all disheveled and he, he liked the look of him typical boat man yep yeah. and he said he said who's that guy amy quinn smith so he got the casting director they approach him and say listen do you want to be in the movie and he was like yeah so he says turn up tomorrow so he, he went and he had a shave and combed his hair and put on all these nice clothes and walked in and speedy <laughs> went who's that and he went that's your man and she went no 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 get in the way look before <laughs> he's too clean looking we want him sloppy we want him scruffy looking so, so yeah so that's how they got him in the movie brute. Uh, he was wearing Bruton on the 70s I probably had that medallion and all on <laughs> <laughs> but um so but when they've done that scene he's just such a horrible actor I think that's mm. why they cut it out yeah. so bad yeah because the piano should store is it the piano store there's a scene where the, the, the instrument the store yeah. where, Quint, yeah. where Quint starts singing Yes. Um, at the top of his voice and uh, making the kid mess up. Is, oh, is he playing like a clarinet or something like that, isn't he? Yeah. 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 That's a great scene that they deleted. Yeah. And I think they deleted them scenes as well because there's a scene as well when Mrs. Kipner leaves the um, the town hall or the town hall, isn't it? Um, sorry. It's just before the town hall. You see her leaving because remember they walk in and there's a sign up from Mrs. Kintner saying to catch the shark. So you see her yeah. leaving crying with her, supposed to be her father with her. And you see Quint's truck show up and his foot gets, you see his foot come down like Robocop mm. and he's getting out of the truck. And um, <laughs> and they cut, all, they cut all that. And I think the reason why they cut it was because they wanted Robert Shaw's entrance to be him scraping his fingernails down the yeah, backboard. Yeah. They didn't need anything yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, one thing that I noticed the other day was from the original Jaws, and this was something that somebody put on um, Facebook, I think, and it's something that I've never thought about before, and it's when Ben Gardner goes out to to find the shark, who and obviously doesn't return, Yeah, he has another guy in the boat with him. Well, technically, he's a, yeah. He's a, he's a mate. His mate. Yeah. What happens to him? Yeah. Killed. Yet by the shark. <laughs> I do know why that I do know how I do know how I know this, right? I've never seen this discussed anywhere in any of the Jaws forums or any of the Jaws boards or anything like that. There's a making of on the Blu-ray. It was originally on the 30th anniversary DVD of Jaws. The BBC filmed it back in 1974. Hmm. It's about five to ten minutes long. It's really good. 
behind the scenes footage, and you you see Spielberg talking to Carl Gottlieb, and but there's a voiceover from the journalist. I've uh, seen this. The They're interviewing yeah. Robert Shaw quite a bit in it, aren't they? No, they don't interview Sean at the interview Spielberg. Um, okay, okay. I think that's what he wanted the interview. I know which one you're talking about. That's that's not the one which is on the disc. It's on YouTube. Okay. Um, Peter Bansley's in it as well. He does does the interviewing as well. Um, but if you listen closely to what Spielberg and Carl Gottlieb are talking about, you hear because they're coming in for dinner. Could you hear that the narrators go on? Oh, after a day at sea, they've only got one shot, and they're coming in for dinner or whatever or lunch. And you hear Spielberg talking to Carl Gottlieb, and you hear Spielberg saying, um. Dreyfus will be, or Hooper will be um, ecstatic. He'll be saying, it's a great weight. It's a great weight. I knew it. I knew it. Uh, And he he says something along the lines of, he'll he'll be saying uh, to Brody, what happened to his mate? What happened to his mate? Uh, So so the the whole thing was, that scene was supposed to be filmed during the day. Mm. And what happened was, the car got would play the newspaper reporter, and he went out in the boat with Brody and Hooper. And it's the same what happens in the novel. But what happened was about Carl Gottlieb fell overboard. <laughs> <laughs> and you see it in this making of he fell overboard. So that they pull him up. <laughs> and they decided to film it back at Universal Studios, Sea Tank. But they changed it that it would be nighttime. And then they realized that there was no reason for the news newspaper reporter to go out with Brody and Hooper on the boat. Yeah. We'll yeah. just leave it Brody and Hooper. Yeah. So that all changed. So that whole kind of like discussion about what happened to his mate, what happened to his mate, must have been just totally omitted for yeah. time or yeah. whatever. I don't know. Mm. It's just totally omitted. But see, if you listen closely, you can hear uh, Speedberg is talking to Godlieb about it. So there's evidence there that the mate was with him and did get killed by the shark. But it's and never got mentioned. eaten whole. We take, you know, we. I presume, and maybe nothing, that's nothing left. Yeah. yeah, and maybe that's why um, Ben Gardner. I mean, people say, how, "How did the head end up in the boat? What happened to his eye?" Well, maybe he had a heart attack or something. <laughs> yeah, maybe he didn't. The shark Could've didn't. Been. Yeah, yeah. Get yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. Um, Carl Goddard says when Spielberg was asked in the nineties who he'd cast in a remake, he said Anthony Edwards as Brody, Sean Connery as Quint, and Jeff Goldblum as Hooper. It's a lot of tall people there. <laughs> That is, isn't it? <laughs> but did Jeff Goldblum already play that character in Jurassic Park? Yeah, mm. pretty much. Kind pretty of. Much. Yeah. Pretty much. Who would you cast as Quint nowadays? Someone scruffy. Who? Someone scruffy. I I kind of like the idea of something, somebody like a really disheveled kind of looking like Denzel or something like that. Jim Daly. Jim, who's Jim Daly? He's a kind of a he's, he's a homeless golfer over here. <laughs> Tom Hardy is Quinn. Yeah, I've heard people say that about Tom Tom Hardy. Why not just Ian Ian uh, Ian Shaw? <laughs> Ian, yeah, yeah. Have you seen the show, by the way, David? No, I would love to see it, Darn. It was in yeah. London like last year, and um, I was hoping it was going to come to Ireland. Dublin or somewhere like that, and then the next thing was it. They went to Canada, I think, and neither they were just finished in New York. I That's think. right. Yeah. Yep. They yeah. Ju- yep. They, they just finished. Yep. They're coming back over to uh, the UK. Yeah. Well, I hope they do Ireland, or north or south. If they come to Ireland, I don't know if I would travel to London or something to see it. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? But I would love to see it. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it, Darren? Did you say yes, you've seen I it? I have. Yeah. 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 So it's good. Yeah, it's great. It's great. It really is. I mean, the, the guy obviously Ian Shaw is fantastic in it. Um, mm-hmm. it is all kind of, it's very static. It's just them sat on the orca for 90 minutes. There's no yeah. interval or anything. So it's straight through. Um, 
and it goes by quick. It, it does go by quick, but you do get to. I mean, for what for me, the guy who played Hooper, and I don't know whether he's still playing him now, but the guy I saw who played Hooper kind of over-egged it a little bit, like with the drugs and the drink and all that kind mm. of stuff, because he was off his, mashed off his tits a lot of the time, apparently, wasn't he, on, mm-hmm. on set. Uh, and that's, you know, Quinn obviously kind of got really annoyed with that all the time. Shy does the one who's the kind of level-headed one between the two of them. But I just thought that the, the guy who played Hooper really over-egged it on stage a little bit too much. He was acting a little bit too much. But... Obviously, the bit that you're all waiting for is the Indianapolis thing, and when he delivers yeah. it, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It really is fantastic. We have a uh, super chat there. Oh, here we go. This is yeah. from uh, Titanic Discussions, who says, sends in 20 um, US dollars. Thanks very much, buddy, and says, thanks so much, gentlemen. This is lots of fun. Please give as many of these as possible. Have a great day, everyone. Yeah, no problem, Titanic. Thank you very much. That's great. It's it's good to have somebody who's got real kind of insight into these films. A lot more, you know, Frank and I are pretty much surface level with these things. It's more about our experiences with films. Whereas David, you know, you've kind of been obsessed with these for what, 30 years now? Longer, darn. <laughs> I, I always thought Lucy, Lucy's the one who gets scraped by the shark, right? Mm. Yes, that's right. Yeah. I always thought she had false teeth. <laughs> Because her lips are all, uh, yeah, uh, 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 but I she screams. I always weird. laugh at her boyfriend uh, when she sees the shark. He's like, "The Lucy." He's like, "The I don't know if he swallowed, swallowed water or something. I was going to marbles in his mouth. I don't know. Um, and they're very much in love too. There's like like Eddie and well, former Eddie and, and Tina here. I mean, there's a lot of pregnancy going on in these boats. I got the the Jaws uh, 20th anniversary, uh, VHS 1995, and uh, back in those days, you know, you'd overhear like darn, like they had the plastic, yes, cases for the VHSs, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. The, this mm-hmm. Jaws one had a picture on the inside of the shark attacking Hooper, and I was like, oh, this is amazing. But they had like wee pictures of the you know, the cast members down down the side, yeah, and yeah. at the bottom there was a picture of Lucy and her boyfriend hugging. I was like, they're not even in the Jaws one. <laughs> you know what, I, what I see that for? You're not even in it. Not even in it. You know? that was, that's kind of like, what was it now? When we were at the Halloween convention the other week, um, one of one of the guys we were hanging out with for a few days over there put his um, put his Halloween two poster down, and um, Nancy Loomis signed it. <laughs> 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 well, she was in it for that one shot. She, she, was, a she was down dead, yeah. wasn't she? She just got carried away yeah. and signed yeah. it. He's like, oh, fuck, she was in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How, how do you like Tina's, uh, Shamrock, how do you like Tina's portrayal in this of being the shock victim? You think she did a pretty good job? Oh, brilliant job. Yes, definitely. And, you know, I only found out recently, um, there was an interview with Anne Dusenberry because there's one of the Jaws... Um, pages um on youtube on facebook and then on the youtube channel they've done interviews with uh, a lot of the teens during the summer there because it was his 45th anniversary and she says it was roy shader that actually came up with the sh- 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 shark told okay. her to do it like that do it do the stutter yeah it was him that actually gave mm. her that and she says she was very grateful for that she was she was was she the one that was being interviewed on the daily jaws yes that's right yeah. there was the, oh, a lot of them were, were interviewed yeah. on there darn yeah yeah i yeah. just didn't want to say it just in case wasn't allowed to say it. Oh, no, 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 of course. No, yeah. it's, a, it's a great channel. I, I follow it. 
Yeah. Get some good stuff on there. Yeah. I love Martin. He's, 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 you could tell he's a New York City cop, a former New York City cop. And he wasn't an Islander, as they say. And, and uh, as Mrs. Taft say, you'll never be an Islander. You weren't <laughs> born here. Oh. You know, and, and, and he got so, he's getting so mad at Hendrix where he's like, oh, they're about 10 degrees off. And he's like, just fucking point. I, I, just give me that shit point. I, I, oh, yeah. I, and I love, I remember watching this one day. I was watching this one day in the house. I used to watch the movies all the time when I was a teenager. Don't probably done my full family's head in, but I was watching it one day. And when Brody, um, when they get in Tina's boat and Brody gets back in the police launch and he says, that boat's going to take you in. My dad came in and went, why didn't they go with him? Why, why did he, uh, why did the cop not go with him? And I was just kind of like, I don't know. And then my dad got up and left. And then ever since then, I'm like, oh, he's right. Why didn't he go with him? Yeah. So that shows you Hendrix is a card as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he wasn't going to go with him. <laughs> this, um, again, this is, um, this is a great, let me just put this on for a few seconds here. So much screaming. There is a lot of screaming. I remember my mum saying that uh, years ago, when when it first came out, this film, saying that she had trouble with this film because particularly, um, what's the girl who won't shut up screaming? What's her name? Jackie, yeah. Jackie, yeah. Yeah, I think it really put my mum off because she does really go for it in this film, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah, she does. I remember remember watching this one time when I was a kid, um, my brother's bedroom was downstairs, and it was a, I think it was like a Saturday morning or something. And uh, he came out. I, he came out of his bedroom, um, and he went to me. I can't bloody well sleep in there. He says with all the bloody screaming coming from the TV. <laughs> <laughs> me watching Jaws too. <laughs> I, I, I laughed at too in the first one with the, with the, the, all the chaos when it's actually revealed that the shark is actually there. Yeah, and you yeah. hear at the background, and I always hear, and, and I always hear in my mind, especially like in this movie too, where there's a whole bunch of chaos going on. Going on is that one guy in the background saying, "Does anyone have a gun?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's freaking out to hear him saying, "Has anybody got a gun? Is that anybody I, I got a gun someone, that can shoot it?" I picture, I picture, I, I picture these kids say that too. Does anyone have a gun? <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Brody goes all that way and doesn't even bring his gun. Yeah, he doesn't. He kept telling Hendrix, where's your gun? Give me it. And, oh, he let Hendrix keep his gun right enough. He didn't bring that either, Frank. He could have stabbed him with the badge. Now, is, is it me or does the shark roar in this bit? And his right, mouth gets triangled. <laughs> Let me, I'll put it up in a second. Uh, yeah. But I swear I hear it go. You know what I. On the side of the boat. You know, I, I've said this before. I will, def- I will try my best to defend this movie as much as possible because I love this movie as much as the first. Well, maybe they love the first movie a bit more. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Little Elvis there, right? Little. Do you know what I actually think it is? It, it's the shark scraping along the side of the boat. Okay, but it That's does roar in Jaws Four. Does it? But it's been a feature, can it does, yeah. Rock's pulling us, does it? <laughs> yes, that's right, Darn, and that was a big mistake. But I mean, um, I've seen that debate. Like you see the shark in the first one as well. Sharks have them. vocal cords. But, uh, it's been found. That's your research. Um, 
No, but you see the shark kind of roar a wee bit in the first movie, but it's you know what that actually is. I've been seeing people online talk about this. It's the water going through, supposedly the water going through the gills, you know. But I think that one there is the shark oh, scraping, sakes. scraping along <laughs> the, the side of the of the boat. But yeah, that, that's, that that's, actually makes sense. That makes more sense. The the, the scraping. The, yeah. the scraping. And that the, the, the way the nose bends in, do you know what that actually is? You can't really see it. It's one of the lanes from the boat, from the side of the boat. The shark caught it and the lane actually Bent in the front of the shark's oh, nose, okay. and then and then the lane snapped. Ah, right. But it was right. such such a good shot. They tried that shot all day. They kept shot, and they couldn't. Shark went into the front of the boat, or it was too far away from the boat, or whatever. And eventually, they got that shot where his legs were nearly in the shark's mouth, and so they just yeah. left it in. So that that. Wow! Wow! I didn't realize that. It does look odd. It almost looks like it's ready to collapse or something. I guess, I guess, um, you know, with the with the dawn of of Blu-ray and and things like that, it makes it clearer to see these things, doesn't it? Yeah, and people say you can see the pistons pistons on the inside of the shark's uh, mouth, which which open and close the jaw. I'm not sure if that's maybe a bit of metal from the actual lane, or it actually is. I'm not 100 percent sure. Oh, Lee's saying exactly that. You can you can see a hydraulic pump in the shark's mouth yeah. in that scene. Uh, I'm it, not 100% sure if that is or not. But but also, if you look at um, Jaws 4, there are versions that I've seen of Jaws 4, particularly on television, where you can yes. see like a track that the shark's on, on the floor, particularly in the bit in the scene yeah. where it's going after um, Lance Guest in the in the wreck. In the sunken ship. Michael, yeah. 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 Do you know, do you know what they add? They add insult to injury, right? I mean, the, the movie. Look, I can understand its flaws. I still love Jaws for it, but I understand totally understand why people hate it and it gets slated and all the rest. But they add insult to injury. They put it out on the BBC back in eighties and on the, so the original theatrical mm. version. You can't see those tracks, darn. You can't see yeah. the all the hydraulics and the wires or anything. But they put it an unmodded version on BBC television in the 90s. I think I have a co- I have a copy of it. And you could see all the mechanics and everything underneath yeah. the shark. I yes. remember. So, I remember. So it, it didn't need any more of that. It was already slated bad enough without that. that. It's amazing that they got an unmatted version because usually, I mean, obviously, I, you know, you guys know I work in the film industry and we just don't, nowadays, we don't supply things like that. Do you know what I mean? It was, I remember when 35 mil was around, you could, there was a lot of um it's what we so the image you see is what we call a safe space mm-hmm. and then you have um you have bits at top and the bottom that aren't seen to people uh, and you could actually rack the projector down and see boom mics and things like that um there was all sorts of other trips tricks as well where you could rack the picture up and see things you shouldn't be able to see that are off camera at the bottom as well frank um <laughs> but um yeah I, I, that's that's really weird that they would broadcast it like that it's yeah and i, I remember it being shocking i remember it being like i can't believe i'm seeing it took you out of it mechanics and everything well that is i i loved seeing it because mm. um that was like the mid 90s so i was like 30 maybe 13 14 years of age and a part of my fascination with Jaws then became I went to Universal Studios when I was 11 in Florida. Mm-hmm. Wanted to go to see Jaws. When I got there, the raid was closed. It was like oh. Wally World. Oh. Yeah. See how many like towns. Wally World. World. It was like Wally World. <laughs> Cried my eyes out. 
by punching the plastic shark. The shark outside should have told you. <laughs> <laughs> but when I was there and I was seeing how movies were made and I got my picture taken with a boat from the start of Jaws 4, mm. you know, the police boat and yeah, yeah. the shark I was hanging up and things like that. But I had this fascination when I came home of how did they make Jaws? The mechan- I always remember being a kid and being told that was a fake shark. It was made of rubber. It was this and that. In yeah, my mind, yeah. it was totally kind of like controllable by say like, remote control. It could swim, it could do everything. And then, but when you get home, when I got home, I wanted to find out everything about Jaws, or reading books about it and all the rest. So, but I seen that unmatted version of the Jaws the Revenge Shark. I loved it. I loved just seeing the mechanics yeah, and how yeah. it actually was controlled. It was fascinating behind that. the scenes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly, Frank. Exactly. Yeah. So I could tell that we're at the scene here with the Harbor Patrol. That's not real an actual US Harbor Patrol. Our Harbor Patrol has missiles on the side of their uh of the, on their helicopters. Uh but I would love it if he, you know, if he was still in the air, it would have been safer if they knew there was a shark there, but he didn't know there was a shark cuz no one told him right there. Uh just imagine if he says, "Okay, I'll be right down." And he just jumps out while that helicopter is still spinning. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know, I actually think this is just shows the kind of naivety of these children. Now, nobody's going to expect a shark to come up and grab the pontoons and drag it under. But a shark that big, you know, and they all heard stories about how, you know, Sean, Sean and Michael's father saved the town, that there's a shark yeah. here. That's the first thing you tell when there's a rescuer coming. Oh, you yeah. know, if they're coming, if, so, if someone's coming to rescue, you tell them what the problem is. Yeah, you know, you don't just uh, a medical guy doesn't come into your house and say what happened. Oh, no, he just fell. You know that could <laughs> just happen, but you always wanted to say, you know, oh, he's he's grabbed his arm before he fell. Okay, now I can deduce, you know, what is causing this. No, they yeah. didn't tell him. <laughs> you know, he is he is an unsung hero because these guys did not tell him there's a shark here. If there was a shark there, he wouldn't have landed. <laughs> We get to see it now. Can you guys hear this? Yeah. Yeah. You just see that. There we go. What a great shot, right? I think it's a brilliant shot as well. <laughs> and that that's actually a, a Faber glass um, replica of the actual helicopter that they okay. made just for the just for this scene. Yeah. And a terrific beard. Someone that in the chat was saying that as well. <laughs> Nearly as good as yours, Frank. <laughs> like uh, even Jet says, our real Harbor Patrol has mustaches. <laughs> but here, see what you're saying there, Frank, as well. It's almost like a sick joke. Is that here comes the Harbor Patrol? Don't tell him. <laughs> <laughs> it was just an Don't accident. Tell we'll tell him it was a dog. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but you, you should have told him. Yeah, there's a shark here. Okay, got. <laughs> The tail now, is the there way. is there a point? Is it is there is this shark toying with them? I think so. I think it's maybe knocking them further at the sea. Like uh, obviously, I'm trying to bring logic to an illogical movie, right? <laughs> but yeah. I just I, I <laughs> like just a, try. really a shark wouldn't do this, you know. But no, still, no, it's, it's a exactly. Movie. Right. So it's a movie, you know. It's like Godzilla, you know, King Kong, you know, with suspend our disbelief. Yeah. I'm just kind of thinking, like, we've seen killer whales play with seals on uh, bits of ice. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. They, they play with it, the, they knock them off and they throw them up in the air and they don't even eat them, they just kill them. So I'm kind of thinking that the shark's already had one victim. He's maybe wanting um, to keep them further away as possible. And every now and again, he'll attack the raft when he's hungry to try and eat something. 
I don't know. That's just the way I'm looking at it. And this is an amazing kill. This is the best kill of the movie. This is uh, because you what, actually see how big he the head is. Yeah, I'll pull uh, it up when it happens. Yeah, I must be. I'm. I don't know why mine's going faster than you guys. But yeah, yeah it's, 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 Sean just got up on there. He just got up on up. Yeah. Here we go, and it looks great as it's coming to the oh. there, doesn't it? it? Comes up and turns, and I, I, what I, what actually scares me as well is how you hear her turn out and say, "Help me, I can't get up." Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just creepy. You know, she, she saved him, but she can't save herself. Yeah, yeah. Good moment. That the guy in the car there looks like the um, the deputy from Halloween too, as the car drives off. Because that, that's it why, my house, I'll be right there. <laughs> that's why uh, Hendrix gets in the back with her, and then they drive to Haddonfield, and then he takes up that. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting the hell out of there. You she she can I mean? open her mouth. I'm a dentist. <laughs> <laughs> it's it. Uh, you can see Hendrix starting her thinking, "I get." Out of here. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> did, did, does that mean I lost my job again, Ken? Glenn? <laughs> <laughs> Am I a deputy again? <laughs> Imagine when they went to Halloween 2 when he's doing the dentistry. Tina was sitting in the background on a chair with that with that uh, blanket still around her. <laughs> <laughs> Difficult to say. I got a girl in the back. I could be right back. <laughs> could take hours. You're right. It could. <laughs> That's right, Lee. We were chatting about that earlier. There's a kind of extended sequence, isn't there, of the helicopter scene on the um, on the DVD? Yeah, and they use sound effects from Jaws One of Richard Travis and the kids. You can just hear that. Oh, really? <laughs> Dick, Dick Warlock. <laughs> Dick Warlock. Yeah. <laughs> Do we know actually- if if, uh, if he did stunts in this one too? Dick Warlock. I don't think so. Good question. I don't think so. I know that. I know that. The, do you know the airstream victim from uh, Jaws? Um, yeah. Gets his leg bit off. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, that. Yeah. That that's a stuntman called Teddy Grossman, and he done a lot of Spielberg movies. He was in the Goonies. He was the FBI man that gets killed in the Goonies. Ah, right. Mm. Yeah. Well, he was Roy Shader's stuntman as well in Jaws, and he's Roy Shader's stuntman in Jaws too. Um, him and Roy were very good friends. Um, Same tanned. Yeah. Same tan, yeah. Same very tan, yeah. Did he have one leg in the Goonies? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he had a peg leg. And a hook. <laughs> um, I believe Robert Shaw's stuntman was called Dick Butler. I think Dick Butler. Um, but I don't know if Dick Warlock was, was in Jaws 2. I don't think so. I haven't read or seen that, Frank. Mm. We'd have to look at the credits, right? But sometimes they can go. He can go. He has a lot of uncredited uh, roles. Yeah, but sure, he's not credited in Jaws. I don't think. And sometimes he goes by. Uh, I think it's Richard Warlock. Sometimes. Okay, I've seen that. I'm always looking for Dick. And here we have um, <laughs> we have Shelley from Friday the Thirteenth Three. Shelley. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to he's got to throw him a you know a hockey mask. Put that on. <laughs> Shark comes up with that mask. <laughs> I love this scene. Actually, it's quite sad. The young boy there, that um, the actor that played him, died oh, a few yeah. months ago. He, yeah. yeah, he passed away the, a few months ago. I thought it was the kid from the first one. It's the it was it's this kid, yeah. No, it's that kid. Though, older right? yeah. Michael, uh, the Michael from the first one did pass away. I know he that passed, he passed away like twenty years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Mark Mark uh, Gilpin, you called called him. Yeah. His sisters in this movie as well. The girl that comes up with the blonde hair and says to why is why is there a shark tar here? That's that's his sister. Mm. Mm-hmm. Interesting why they never brought the kids back from the first film to play themselves in the second. Has that ever been questioned? Yeah. Or I guess I I think me it hasn't been questioned. I think it's just one of those situations where the kids in the first movie were islanders yeah. and the kids in this movie were more prominent and needed to be oh, actors. Right. The ori- okay. original Sean Brody was Ricky Schroeder, but they fired him. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah, he died as, yeah, he died as her brown or black as well. And then when the new director came in, he didn't like him, he so he fired him. him. Yeah, and he brought in Mark Hill. Oh, this beautiful gold oh, locks are gone. Yeah, yeah. In Jaws too. Yeah, and there's photogra- there's photographs of him out there on set. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's that's interesting. I like how um, Larry Junior is not now it, when it when it comes to uh, staring in in the face of 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 ill, he he turns around now becomes like yeah. kind of an unsung leader. Yeah, yeah. He's not yeah, really a jerk that, anymore. Yeah. But a few of them stand up like that, don't they? A few of them, you know. And his best moment is when Jackie's screaming and he starts just shaking her and saying, yeah, shut yeah. up, <laughs> shut up. He's waiting on that airplane. No, they all the line up and start yeah, yeah. Her and laughing. You know, stop. <laughs> she just throws her over. <laughs> there was a, uh, I know you guys don't, don't know this show. There's a Married with Children episode. It's with Ed O'Neill. And uh, Katie Seagal uh, and uh, Christina Applegate, uh, where Peg and uh, Peg and Al went on a cruise, and the cruise went down. So they're in a life raft. Uh, um, Al, Peggy, their neighbors, and Gilbert Godfrey. Oh. And Gilbert Godfrey, they're all in the life in the lifeboat, and a shark surrounds them, and it's going around. And they said, "We got to get him out of here." So they give Gilbert two plates. And he does his Mickey Mouse impression. And he goes, oh, I'm Mickey Mouse. And then the shark just takes off. <laughs> and I was thinking they, they could use Gilbert Godfrey in this boat. You know, oh, Mr. Shark. And the shark just leaves. His voice was enough to scare anyone, wasn't it? <laughs> I love Gilbert Godfrey. Fantastic. Great podcast that he had. A um, couple of questions for you, David. One, did you ever record the audio of this film onto a cassette and listen to it? Yes, well, I did as well. I did as well. Yes. Fantastic. What, what I done was, dart. The reason I said like that because you look back and you're like embarrassed or something. You know what I mean, bad. But what I actually done was, it wasn't so much the whole movie. It was more kind of like I wanted the music, mm. you know. So I had a cassette which had it started off of just the opening titles and the end titles for all four <laughs> movies on one cassette. And then um, eventually I actually just recorded like some of the scenes with, with the, the, the score. Yeah. But yeah, I used to listen to it all the time and, uh, and my brother used to laugh at me, you know, but so there you go. <laughs> we used to put, um, we had a doll over here called Teddy Roxpin. Uh, and it was a doll. You put um, a tape in and he would read to you the audio book. That you that the book in front of you, but people would put heavy metal tapes inside him, uh, cassette tapes, and his mouth would you know 
sing along with Slayer and Judas Priest. <laughs> it was like one of those things that, you know, the makers never thought of. But recording a movie to cassette. Yeah. I, do, do you yeah. know what it was? Do you know what? I, I tell you exactly what it was. There you, when the Flash Gordon Queen soundtrack album came out in 1980 or 81, whatever it was, that soundtrack album had moments from the film on it. And that was the first ever soundtrack album that I bought. Yeah. And after that, I thought all soundtrack albums were like that. I thought they all had snippets. Now, some do now and again. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought all soundtrack albums had chunks of the film on there. Like and the I Showgirls think, uh, soundtrack, right? <laughs> I think I did own that at one point. Um, I, think <laughs> I, um, I think I bought maybe Jaws 2 on cassette or something like that and was disappointed because it didn't have any of the dialogue on there. So what I did was, I think I may have put like a cassette to the television or something like that, a cassette recorder, recorded the whole film, and I would listen to it on a walk, on a, would it have been a Walkman? It probably was a Walkman. Yeah, I would listen to it at night in bed, the whole movie. Yeah. Like no visuals, nothing like that, just listening to it. Listening to that kid screaming for hours (laughs) on end. <laughs> That's why you don't like the Goonies, Darren, because the screaming exactly, kids has got to you. But here, do, do you know what? I actually similar kind of experience. So, in the nineties, the big soundtrack in the early nineties, Pulp Fiction, and it started with the dialogue from the movie, and it went into the songs. And I was the same when I got the official soundtracks, the Jaws two, and then Jaws on CD. It was just the score, and it didn't have any dialogue. And I yeah. remember actually sitting down and writing, writing down the pieces of dialogue that I wanted before or after each track. And then what I would do is I would record the dialogue right on the <laughs> cassette, then record the, the whatever tune it was, you know, the opening titles to the cassette, then record the next set of dialogue and then, and so on. So I had a cassette of the dialogue and the tracks from the movie. And um, I, I thought it was brilliant. I thought I'd done a good job. <laughs> That's great. Fantastic. Love all that stuff. Yeah, nostalgic as well now, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see what we've got in the chat room here. Aaron Click says, I recorded Back to the Future directly onto a cassette in the 80s and would often listen to that. Yeah, you see? <laughs> this was before mobile phones where you can watch a film wherever you want now. Um, exactly. Have you, have we, has he missed the move in and out? Has Hoagie crashed his helicopter yet? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wrong jaws. <laughs> Let's see where we are. It's an interesting... Uh, I mean, they foreshadow this place at the start of the film, don't they, with the dredging yeah. when they pick up the cable. Mm-hmm. Um, Great legs Roy has, though, right? Some man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm okay. I, I feel comfortable saying that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm the same too. And uh, do you notice he's wearing Quince? Ja- he's wearing Quince jacket. Is he? Well, oh, it's 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 very similar. I don't know if it's the same make, but I don't know if that's like a. Well, he's definitely going to go down and get it. So <laughs> it doesn't have his name on it, does it? No, no, it doesn't. But is it the same arm type of armor? Like, look, obviously, look. Nowadays, we would it be to- a nice Easter egg. It would be nowadays we need spoon fed everything. Do you know what I yeah. mean? You see back then you you read between the lanes, but what I'm, I'm not saying that he went and got Quinn's jacket. What I mean is is that he was wearing a green jacket that morning, he left the house in. Okay. Yeah. He gave it to Tina, right? So no, he's no no jacket. 
He's got a big cold. So that jacket must have been on the police boat. Yes. So it's 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 been there for some reason. I'm trying to think was somebody wearing it earlier on in the movie. Um, uh, maybe it's that the, old salty guy that that's on the boat with Hendrix. Maybe it's his or yeah. something. Yeah. A couple of fishermen's friends in the inside mm. pocket. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if it's the same make. But I I I would like to find out if it is. And is it a nod to the original Jaws? It is, isn't it? It's got to be. I never thought of that before. Because now he's became the shark hunter. Yeah. Now, do you guys feel comfortable? Would you feel safe with Chief Brody as as a leader at this point? Yes. He is. He is kind of bumbling around a little bit, isn't he? He's you know when he crashes the boat into the, <laughs> which I yeah. kind of like. You know, he's slightly flawed, isn't he, in terms of being a hero? Um, but. I mean, it, it, the movie's got one of my favourite shots, and you'll know what it is, David, the the, um, the shot um, in the next minute or two. I'll put it on screen when it comes on, but I just love the shot when the shark's approaching him when he's holding the, oh, yeah. the cable. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just like what just passed with the canopy. Yeah, you know, going yeah. right through is yeah. good too. Yeah. See, what I actually like you're saying about Brody there, Frank, as well, is that what I like about him is – like, one of the reasons I think Jaws was so impactful to the public was because it was it was so real. Even though it was a movie and there were things happening in it, which probably would never happen in real life, the characterizations were so real. And I like the fact that Roy Shader has carried that on in the second movie. He's still making mistakes. He's still bumbling around. He's not this superhero. He, when he, when he, that shark comes out of the water, he, put, he, he drives the boat forward. To get, he's still scared. You know, he's not out there saying, oh, I killed a shark, bring on the second one. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. He's still a lot of fear. <laughs> and I hate that when I see fans going like, like about Jaws the Revenge, you know, how did he die of a heart attack? You know, should he kill two sharks? Well, he could that's still one have... of, that, That's me, you know. Is that, is that you say, Frank? <laughs> yeah. He could still have that post well, traumatic chest. How did he die, die from a heart attack? Did the guy have, did the stale shark have a gun? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but if you notice earlier in this movie, even though he killed the shark in the first one, the fear of it coming back, he's smoking like a chimney and he's drinking loads of coffee. And yeah. it's actually pointed out by Alan. Alan says um, something along the lines of more coffee or smoking or something. He says with coffee or something like that. I don't yeah, know what yeah. he says. But, yeah. yeah. Or he just said, I ain't doing a third one. Then he just had a heart attack. <laughs> uh, maybe he got the script for Jaws or Evans in. He just smoked. <laughs> smoked. Yeah, like, no, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> It's quite physical, this part, as well, for him, isn't it? I mean, how old was he here? 48, maybe? 48. M- maybe? What was the year was Shader born? 1932, I think he was born. He's a, he's a Jersey 40, boy, actually. 46. He, he is, yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. I don't know how he got a tan like that in Jersey, though. <laughs> Should he hear this? Sorry, Darren, go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say, that's the one thing I love about um, films in the 70s and 80s. People, casting directors and directors didn't worry about what people looked like. It was all about the quality of their acting, whereas yeah. we kind of, the other way, it's the other way around now yeah. a lot of the time for movies. You know, they, they made a film with three, with three blokes, three older blokes, apart from Hooper, who was, uh, uh, Dreyfus, who was probably in his, what, late 20s or something like yeah. that. 27, um, 28 or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But they didn't care that three leading men were, you know, not solid A-list actors. I mean, they were. I mean, you could argue Robert Shaw was probably an A-list actor at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, just every man 
you, yeah. every every man, every man, every man, yeah. whatever you want to call it. You know what I mean? They would just man's man. Yeah, regular <laughs> yeah. guys. Yeah. Um, rather than kind of pretty boys or anything like that. Yeah, you're right, hundred percent, and that's what makes it real as well. And even Robert Shaw was probably the most well known out of the three, but he was still a character actor. Mm. You know, he yeah. wasn't a superstar. Yeah. He wasn't like a Robert Redford, or mm-hmm. you know what I mean, at that time, or anything like that. So you're right, and um, and people we can relate to as well, even though we don't know them and we know they're actors. You know, we can relate to them, maybe like a character, Chief Brody, even though he is a police officer because he's got family because he's a family man. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 this is a bit that I love here as well. Notice when the shark is approaching, right? The power cable, and mm-hmm. you hear all the kids shouting from Cable jun- Junction. They're shouting, um, watch out, it's coming straight for you. Brody keeps his eye on the shark, right? Doesn't yeah. move. Yeah. The only time he turns and looks is when Sean shouts, Dad, watch out. Kid. Yeah. And, he, and it's the only thing that breaks his concentration. It's wee things like that in older movies that I love. You don't yeah. get that nuance well, like he wants to save. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You should have just threw the rest of them in. Yeah. Sean, swim over to me. Fuck y'all. <laughs> Stay there on the rock. Yeah, that's this is a you know what I mean. But isn't also uh isn't uh Brody here uh misgendering here this shark? Yeah. I don't think he's checked under as no, Jeff no. Goldblum says under its skirt. This shot right here. Yeah. That. <laughs> he has these classic lines, doesn't he? Is you know, smile, you son of a bitch, and say ah. Yeah. 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 Did he? Did he um, invent the one liner? Hmm. <laughs> mm. I don't know when all that started, really. Yeah. I, I do know what I like as well about this movie, the fact that of the sharks killed in a different manner. You know, it's it's not exploded. <laughs> John the Ball says the shark goes, it's ma'am. <laughs> I, I, I think what he actually called it was, you big bastard. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Come on, uh, you big bastard. I says, come on, you big bastard. I got yeah. something for you now. Yeah, yeah. Great line. But the funny thing is, is that they use the same molds for the shark in Jaws 2 as they did in Jaws 1. So it does actually have male, uh, male bits. The, the, <laughs> okay, the, one, okay. the one thing I'm, I'm yeah. concerned about is also in the first one that it's with every shark that they've used is when the shark dives back in, the bubbles come up the machine. Now, it, regular sharks don't do that. They, they just go dive down. You don't see any bubbles. So I always like, you know, as I got older, you know, I'm just doing putting my science together, my biology, and be like, I kind of don't like the bubbles, you know. Well, I think up. the bubbles are from the heat and the fire. Yeah. You ah, think? Good point. Yeah, could be. The uh, the what fire? about the first one? I, uh, I didn't see any bubbles. <laughs> 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 but, I mean, it goes back. And the first one was shark like, farts, backwards. right? That's what they yeah. were, shark yeah. farts. Yeah, and it goes backwards. And here's an interesting piece of trivia for you. When the shark in the first movie, if you're watching the original Mono track and you see the shark, say, it goes through the cabin and it, it moves backwards to go back out again, which a shark wouldn't do. But anyway, and you hear this, they go, shh. Yeah. That was uh, the effects, sound effects, man throwing Coca-Cola, shaking a Coca-Cola bottle up and throwing it over a pavement. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> That's the sound when it goes under the water. Shh. Okay. Yeah. Oh. And also, we all know that they in Jaws 4, they use the destruction of the shark from the original, don't they? When it's kind of... Yeah. Why do they... That, that was the alternative ending. Yeah. That's yeah. not the original. The original ending, as stupid as it is, it's still better. And then for some reason, they decided to use shots from the original movie, which just totally takes you out of it. I mean, because yeah. you're just like, that's from the first film. What are they yeah. doing? Yeah. That's yeah. the exploding end, mm-hmm. which just explodes for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> when it skewers itself, it just kind of hits the front uh, of the, the jib or whatever it's called. Yeah. 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 Uh, whereas the original end, and it, it's impaled and it, it, it pulls the boat down with it and the boat breaks in two. And then you just see it sink to the bottom. Yeah. 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 Which is better in. Carl Goddard says Sean Connery as Bond invented the modern one-liners. I think that's probably a good point. It's true. Yeah. Right enough. Yeah, yeah. Right enough. Um, what was I going to say? Thank you so much, Shamrock. This has been oh, no uh, problem. great. And, and, and hands Thank down, you very much. The best no watch-along we've done so far, I think, in terms of how informed we've You all. certainly enlightened us. <laughs> uh, listen, thanks very much, guys. I appreciate you just asking me on here, and I hope it didn't ramble on too much. No, 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 because it's we're, we're we we like having experts on. You know, mm-hmm. you know, if you if anybody wants to talk, you know, RoboCop, you know, I could do that all day. <laughs> uh, but someone like yourself who knows, the, you know, the series and the franchise, you know, it's, it's certainly a breath of fresh air because I'm so thank hearing you. some of the facts and behind the scenes is just awesome. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. No, no I, I appreciate it. And listen, I just wanted to say as well, I love uh, you know I love the channel. I've been watching it now for about two and a half years. And yeah. um, I just want to say thank you to you two for giving us so much brilliant content. Um, and you know sometimes I have uh, take the piss out of you, but you know I'm only, only raking this. Oh, no, no, no. no, no. Well, I don't cry on my pillow. <laughs> Glad to know. I was worried, Frank. That's what you were doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't like me. <laughs> Like when you said uh, 1914 New Jersey shark attacks, I just had to tell you, it's 1916. (laughs) (laughs) Off by two. There's still sharks there, damn it. That's what I was going to say. There's still sharks there. (laughs) I see. But what they didn't know was the sharks were there from 1914. (laughs) It's the same sharks. Yeah. 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 (laughs) They just waited. They planned it out. Yeah. I think we got a two year wait. It's like D Day for them. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I'm just going to pop you in the in the green room. If you hang around there, we're just going to do the, the the raffles and things. Say goodbye, um, and then we'll say a proper goodbye once the show's ended. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. Cool. Thank you. Thanks see you very a little bit. much. Actually, see you soon. Bye bye. That was great. Yeah. Really great to get some some you know some solid uh, insight like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 better, you know. I like I like meeting the people that are, are subscribed to our uh, channel and yeah. people yeah, who know more idea. about movies than us, which is a lot of people. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> raffle time. All right, which raffle are we doing? So we have the November raffle. Um, first off, we're gonna we're gonna start off with the with the Patreons. Um, and the Patreon ended today, but it's the only last fair that, one. It's only fair that we do the last raffle. If if you are a Patreon member and you haven't cancelled your membership, you should do that now. And I've put a link, pinned a link in the chat there for the uh, YouTube membership um, scheme that we have. Um, take a look at that. And if you fancy it, we'd uh, very much like you to join us over there. So um, yeah. 
lots of cool things going to be happening with that. Um, but yeah, let's um, let's spin the wheel and find out who's the lucky Patreon winner this time. This is for $20, 20, $20 Amazon voucher. Turkish Lira. It's Pat. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Pat. We owe you $20. Uh, we will get that for as much beer as he bought us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or as, uh, you know, I can either give it to you next year when you come over next November, (laughs) (laughs) or I'll send you that voucher, uh, this weekend. (laughs) Is he going to get the Euro (laughs) or the pound? Is he going to get the pound? It depends. He's well, he's going to Ireland first, isn't he? So he might want the Euros. But anyway, <laughs> let's have a look at the uh, the next one. So this next one is for... Let me just um, open this up. This is for the YouTube members. Okay. Okay. So there are... Currently, look at all those beautiful people. There are around about 90 YouTube members at the moment. So I'm going to shuffle them up. Sexy. Yeah. And here we go. I think Pat's in here as well. I hope he doesn't win this too. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Can you imagine? Mark B. Wow, a new one. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, that's another $20 uh, Amazon voucher. So, Mark, reach out to us. Um, and, uh, yeah, if you, uh, you can drop us a message on Facebook or email tslmoviepodcast at gmail.com and we'll send you, uh, just let us know your email address and we'll send you the voucher over. I'll do that this weekend. Uh, Dustin says we should be giving out pound sterling. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, if you are a British, uh, member, um, or, uh, or Scottish or Welsh or, um, or Northern Irish, then you will get a um, twenty or from the islands. Yeah, the twenty twenty pound voucher, which is slightly more than the uh, the dollars. So, yeah, uh, you, you still you still own some islands, right? British islands. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> um, this this is the VIPs now. So we've got the VIPs from Patreon and from YouTube here. All okay. and you might see that some people are in there twice. I think Andrew Stevens is in there twice because he he actually um, subscribed to uh, YouTube VIP yesterday uh, at the same time as being a patreon vip as well so there's a bit of there so he's in twice um but let's let's spin this and and find out who's the winner of our 50 dollar voucher exciting times is it reese oh oh it's richard (laughs) (laughs) richard richard was going And Richard only just subscribed, I think, today. So, oh, wow. That's right. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> that's it. That's that's uh, that's our raffle for, for November. We'll do another one um, sometime in the next few weeks. Yep. yep. Um, and also this weekend, what are we doing? We're going to do Terminator 2 mm-hmm. and Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. And we're, we are going to do Gremlins too as well, but um, it'll probably be later in the week or something. But yeah. certainly this Saturday, I think, if Frank and I can get together, we're going to record those two. And also, there we got to raffle off our Akids. Yes, for Christmas. Do you have it there? I can get it. Oh, okay. Let's let's take a look. Let's take Hold a look. On. 
This is great. So this is the Atkins figure, this guy that we picked up in um, uh, Halloween 45. Frank has had it signed. Um, not this one. This is my one. But he's had. We got an extra one. We had it signed, and we're going to give it I away on it. the channel. I got it. I got it. So this will be for our channel members only. There's so a coffee can... stain on it. Oh right. Okay. Can you hear me? You got your earplugs in. Put in my hearing aids here. Okay. Uh, this is for our. This will be for our channel members only. Um, if you want to, if you if you want a chance at winning this. Um, beautiful little thing here. Some some losers are putting them on eBay for seven and eight hundred dollars. Um, if you want a chance of winning one of those, then then sign up to our channel membership. And at some point in December, probably just before Christmas, we'll be giving that away. And I got some other stuff to raffle off if you guys are interested. Cool. How about some buttons? I mean pins. <laughs> in a Halloween two VHS box. Yeah. Good stuff. Look at that. Pretty pretty cool. All sealed. Yep. And for the third place, deck of cards. Oh, good. Playing cards. Yeah. We Look just that. have to figure out how we're going to give them away now. We'll, we'll, we'll get that. We'll figure it out. It shouldn't, it shouldn't take too, too much brain power, right? <laughs> we <can't>, <laughs> <laughs> how are we going to do this? Ah, oh, dear. I... Um, I've just realized I haven't put an outro on here. So we're just going to have to say goodbye and I'll end the stream. But yeah. Uh, yeah. And also, ladies and gentlemen, it, because it is the holiday season, it, we may be, um, you know, depending on our schedule, we may be sporadically here and there as, mm-hmm. soon, as, as soon as we can fit it. Yeah. Uh, we all know that everybody's personal lives around this time is really hectic. We'll still and, be getting uh, the content out, though. Though, yeah, we're, yeah, we're, we're still going to get it, and and and, and I could tell right now during uh, the Christmas season, we're the last people that anybody are thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, maybe we'll get Dave on to talk about it's me, Billy. Oh, yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah, he's just finished his shoot, and uh, he's uh, I think he's got one day of shooting left. I think in Toronto or something. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, he's going to go back and do some reshoots. I think. So, no, I don't think they're reshoots. I don't think they're reshoots. I think it's second unit or something, isn't it? Whatever. I'm tired of him talking about it. <laughs> Have a great weekend, folks. We'll see All right, you. everybody. All right. As always, stick to the roads. And the best of luck. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye-bye.